106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast. It's your boy, Philly. Grandmaster B. Hollywood Apple Snatch. Got a special guest in the building, C-Rebel. How you doing? They drug me back. They drug you me back. You know what I'm saying? Jiminy Dabbies. One Jiminy Dabbies. Hey, man. Uh... Thanks for coming through on the fly, too, man. You know, Mateo got tied up at work, but we really appreciate you stepping in, brother. Oh, I love the show. I, I wish I had more time to do it. Yeah. No, it's awesome, man. Thank you. Um, so let's go around the table to annual check-ins. Grandmaster B, how you doing? How's your week, man? So far, so good, man. This weather, though, coming here, dude, it was like a typhoon. It was yeah, crazy, man. I mean, literally, I was telling Hollywood when I just showed up, and, like, cars were pulling over on the side of the road. They couldn't keep the windshield wipers. Terrible. But it's spring in Michigan, right? You know, yeah. we'll have rain today and snow tomorrow. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's Welcome crazy. To Michigan, you don't like the weather? Wait a minute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, true. people forget how to drive when it snows or it rains. I never understood that about Michigan. You've lived in Michigan your whole life. You've driven snow your whole life. And as soon as it falls and half an inch on the ground, you're like, <gasps> yeah. what is that? No, exactly. Yeah. Hollywood, so uh, how's your week, man? Oh, nice. Going smoothly. I'll be working all weekend. Damn you. Yeah. Okay. Is that new hat you're wearing tonight, Hollywood? Mm -hmm. Man, would you go yeah. to Lids and get that thing? No, I had it in my, um, what's it called? I was about ready to grab the KC, but I said, nah, let me go get the D. <laughs> Come the on, D. Yeah, That's the away uh, hat right there, isn't it? That's KC the, uh, Sundance, <laughs> too, that was a there it is, C-Row, that's, that the, that's the man battle right yeah. there. <laughs> it's already four, <laughs> really, one minute in. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's been my bell. Is that what that was? Yeah. Let me try it. Bye. Bye. So, uh, bye. Hey, bye. Before we uh, catch up with C-Rebel, I got to say, I want to give uh, shots out again to our sponsors. Also, we're now in six countries. Are we really? What are they? So it's, uh, it's Lebanon, the U.S., Oman, Russia, Brazil, no Russia, and Chicago. Germany. Hollywood, I guess you you got the people from Brazil, especially the ladies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Well, before the before, five minutes before 12 midnight. <laughs> We're going to light them candles, Sea Rebel, and uh, this is the way it's going to go there, Sea Rebel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sea Rebel, so what's good, man? What, what you been up to? Working too much. You know, yeah. Watching uh, watching my kids grow. Not a lot, really. It's working and working and working. Yeah. Yeah, take it easy. You know, stop. You just look, you're spanking the bum holy over there. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not Don't used to nervous. the C-Rebel nervous. nervous. I'm not used to the sensor box Last time you guys had a wind-up box here that you used. Now it's all professional and yeah, everything man. going on. Oh, yeah, hey, getting better and better. Well, I had a chance to dust off the poker table this week. I actually won some money. Finally had some, on this, some on people On this very here. table right here? Yeah, don't worry. I cleaned it all no, off. Oh, man. Good. In that very spot? I was actually one over. It's right here in the middle. This is a lucky chair, then, right here, man. Yes, this is it. Hell nice. yeah. Yeah, basement's coming together, so the hub's it getting there. It looks great. It looks very good, very good. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a rough week. I'm a little tired. I uh, I did a Grandmaster B and took some melatonins last night because it's sleep I brought two right. if you want one. I brought no, one. No, no, no. You don't want it? Okay. I did sleep good. <laughs> Maybe I'm not up at the times with some melatonin. Yeah. Uh, it's like a sleep aid. It's like a natural. I don't know. How would you explain it, Philly? It's yeah. kind of like a natural sleep aid. You take it. It's like a uh, gummy. I got one in my pocket. It kind of looks like um, I take them in the evening. Well, I'll take one probably about 
half hour, 45 minutes. They're just like 10 milligrams. Yeah. And um, I did it for prescription. No, no, you buy them over the counter. Buy them over the counter, man. It's pretty popular stuff. Um, I think you have no trouble sleeping. I don't get out much. No, it doesn't. I mean, a lot of people. I mean, it's. I it's, got one for you to see, Rebel Porno. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're highly addictive, from what I hear. Yeah, man. I would know. I've never partake. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, we got C Rebel in the house here, and something's just itching at me, C Rebel. What's that? Hollywood's got to know. How in the hell did you get that name, Sea Rebel? Yeah, really, I never did hear the story. We want, the Rebel. world wants to know, Sea oh, Rebel. Oh, man. Do tell, bud. <laughs> Sometimes the truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, I was uh, about 13 years old, and I had gotten some troubles in school in a fight. And I hurt the kid a little bit badly, and I got charges pressed against me. So I said, we're going to give you two choices. You can go to juvenile, or you can go to a psychiatric hospital. And you got 24 hours to, to decide. So after talking to my uh, attorney at the time, he's like, the hospital's great, dude. It's, it's all carpeted areas. It's, you're not locked up at any time. I was like, all right, whatever, I'll go. I ended up being the greatest place for a young, horny teenage kid you could ever see in your entire life. <laughs> I swear to God, I was. Well, anyway, there was this, there was this uh, girl in there I met, and she was a little bit older than me, and she was pretty cool. She wasn't much to look at, but she was pretty cool. And uh, she was ghetto to the core. Mm-hmm. And she was from Pontiac, Michigan. And I had this old, stupid-looking tattoo in my arm that had Donald Duck on it because I was an idiot. Nice. And she thought it looked like the uh, the rebel from UNLV Devils. Mm-hmm. She thought it looked like the rebel. Yep, yep. And my first name was Chuck, so she started calling me C-Rebel. And I was like, hey, that's oh, pretty there cool. There we go. And that, that, it just stuck. I like it. And it's went on now, and now it's a legendary name. Damn C-Rebel. <laughs> C-Rebel. Yeah, 35 years now. So. I love yeah, it. I love awesome. it. Great yeah. story. Yeah, honestly, guys, sometimes, like I said, the truth is stranger in fiction sometimes. Yeah, I never knew that because obviously, you know, we call you Chaz or something else. And then. Uh, oh, you guys have called me more than uh, C. Rebel before I say that. <laughs> Chaz Nasty, well, C. Rebel. You knew me as Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Applesnatch. <laughs> Shall I tell you that story? <laughs> uh, that could be a whole nother podcast. <laughs> awesome stuff, C. Rebel. Glad to have you, brother. Thank yeah. you, man. Thank you, man. I enjoyed it a lot. Absolutely. Well, let's not waste no time and get into it. All right. Um, Holly, why don't you go ahead and start it off this week? Well, damn you. Damn you. Well, let's talk about the Tyreek Hill trade. Wow. Kansas City. Unreal. Never seen it coming. To the Dolphins for, let's see here, of four years, one twenty, the highest paid, seventy-two five guaranteed. Yeah. Yes. Right um, now is the current biggest contract ever for a wide receiver. Fifty-two mil at the signing bonus. What's going on with these pro sports, dude? I mean, aren't these franchises eventually going to go broke? Two hundred million, one fifty, one twenty. I mean, what's left? Honestly, they've made all their money. You can look it up. They've made all their money before they've ever sold one ticket with sponsors. And NFL is like, they what they say is license to print money. Yeah. You know, before they've ever sold a ticket, they broke even. It's a huge yeah. business. And they're getting more and more creative with the way they use these salary caps and everything like that. I used to think I had a great understanding of how it all worked. 
I have no idea anymore. This year has just been absolutely it's bonkers. Been, it's been crazy. They're moving money around and players like I've nothing I've ever seen before. No, me neither. Yeah. Never. Average fans going to end up uh, probably having to spend an extra fifty to eighty bucks per game now as these contracts. Even if they do, we're still the lowest ticket pretty much in the NFL. Well, for the Lions, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying like like mm-hmm. even all sports teams. I mean basketball. Well, Fords don't really spend much money. I mean they don't spend yeah. like. Yeah. I mean what this Tyreek Hill thing is that blew me away. I could, I didn't think that. I never thought that was going to name happen a guy they signed like that out of free agency. Yeah, money, man. It was name, the money that drove him there. It I'm wasn't, just saying, the name, team a, name a big guy. They never said, we need to have that guy and go broke the house to go get him. Never. Name one. I man. mean, in four years, he's going to be 32 years old, still young. But at the end, I mean, why would you not want to keep him? I mean. Yeah. But they say, you know, they've been good for so long with all those key players. Eventually, the bottom falls out, and you got to start moving pieces around. You know, and Juju is not Tyreek Hill, but you can see why they signed him now. Because I think they knew that they weren't going to be able to sign him to a long-term deal. Because well, Tyreek wanted a certain amount of money. I think we're going to find out that Miami was actually pretty genius in what they gave up. Because the only thing they really gave up, the biggest thing they gave was their first rounder. And that's what, what, what is Miami picking this year? 29? 29. 29, yep. so that's not really a big thing. And then after that, they don't give up another first round. It's all later, later picks. So they gave a whole bunch of high-expensive scratch-off lottery tickets, really, for Tyreek. And they had a whole bunch of them. They had 18 in the picks that one. Right. Yeah. Last year, they had three first-rounders. But, see, Miami's also been building for a while, too, so I think they're more in a spot to do it. I mean, they have their quarterback on a rookie deal. They they have some certain free agents. I am not sold on their quarterback. I'm just not. No, me neither. When you have a hip injury like that, okay, yeah, he looked good, just flashed an offensive line. Let one offensive lineman go down, and where he's not going to have that protection, get one good hit. That's why we all argued years ago about uh, us drafting him, and I did not want him at all. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a risk for sure. You guys left Matt Ryan. You guys just talked. You guys talk about Matt Ryan's contract, right? The carousel of quarterbacks. I mean, this dude, man. I mean, he hit bank. Going over there. Landed into a good team. Yeah, landed How on a good team. How do you think uh, Indy picks their quarterbacks? They just throw a bunch of pitchers on the wall and just throw a dart in it. Do you see yeah, the do. last uh, eight years, there's been like seven different quarterbacks starting opening yeah. day for them? It's unreal. Yeah, I, I think every quarterback, quarterback has had at least 11 years in the NFL prior, just about. You I know, think it's going to be a good fit, Rebel. I believe that. That's going to be home for him. You don't look like a Matt Ryan guy. So I'm not. Know. It's not that I like Matt Ryan, but. Their offensive line is suspect at best. Maybe it can be good, but they've got a lot of injuries on that offensive line, especially on the left side of that offense. And with some of the teams they're playing in that division, man, he better bring body armor. Look at Jonathan Taylor. He was the leading rusher last year. That would take a lot of pressure off of Ryan. Which he hasn't really had. He had Devontae Freeman, some pieces there, but he never yeah, had a running yeah. game like this. No, with no, a, he, with, he hasn't. With a defense to compliment. And he had big runs, not no little 20-yard chunks. He had 80 yards. Yeah, that dude yeah. was a stud, all, man. Dude. All year long. Yeah, could, he was a stud. Could any of you guys remember the last quarterback to start a week one game for the Falcons, not named Matt Ryan? Joey Harrington. Very Chandler. good. It was, mm-hmm. no, it was Joey Harrington, man. Uh, he offered us some hilarious advice to uh, Marcus Mariota after signing with the Falcons. He was the main backup for Michael Vick. Remember, Michael Vick was suspended with the bankroll, the legal dogfighting operation. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Joey Harrington had to be the quarterback for that season, and he spent, uh, you know, what he was only there for like one year. I forgot he was in Atlanta. Yeah, he played yeah. ten games. He went yep. three and seven. So uh, the fellow Oregon legend Marcus Mariota, of course, just signed the backup deal over there. And uh, basically, Joey Harrington tweeted out to make sure that uh, 
that his coach doesn't quit halfway through the season like the former head coach Bobby uh, Paterno. He quit halfway through that season because it was, it was just a train wreck in Atlanta. Oh, so yeah. it was Joey Harrington, Mr. Piano Keys himself. Mr. Piano Keys. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and uh, what was, was it? Uh, what, didn't he have an rhythmic heartbeat or something like that when he was here? Like, yeah, he had an arrhythmic throwing arm. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, this guy couldn't hit the broad game. side of a barn. Well, it's beat. not sugar coat. He was soft in the ass. <laughs> rebel. For sure. <laughs> hey, remember when Sarah Goose? He's like, and when was, was he taken? Kind of when was he drafted? Does anybody remember? The first overall pick. Yeah, no, he, he was, was first three. overall. Number three. He was number number three. three. That's right. Yep. He was number three overall. The, Harrington. And guys that went after him, guys like Julius Peppers. Yeah, they just crushed that guy. This is what we think of Joey Harrington. Y'all fucking washed up. <laughs> washed up. Don't you have to be I something to be washed up? Yeah. <laughs> well, That's too good of a drop. We kind of foreshadowed it last week but the Deshaun Watson thing happened he's going to Cleveland and uh, from what I hear they're having trouble moving Baker Mayfield so there's more yet to come there's going to be more fallout from all this well what about that pick supposedly that Detroit and Cleveland had made I heard something about this Hollywood that they were still in in within that Mm -hmm. because something about a trade that was made who do we trade I'm curious about that it was um it's one of those undisclosed later you know, yeah, it, it was part of it was a fifth round trade. Or yeah, something? I think it was something like later round type thing. It was part of the deal that they had kind of set something up with some well, other. Yeah, but wasn't that only like you had to meet certain criteria? If this happened, would give you a fifth round pick. Yeah, they, they structured like yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think it was. Lions get the first three draft picks of the draft and still fuck. But that out. would be just a Lions to bring someone like Baker Mayfield to mm. Detroit. That'd be that'd be the Lions. Hey, stuck to Cleveland. Let's bring him here. I mean. We're we're all a little indifferent on Baker not, Mayfield. I like Baker Mayfield. I am not a fan. No, no. I think he's a big whining crybaby. Yeah, well. he, he comes with some baggage. There's no doubt. But I think he's a, he's a leader well, and he's a good quarterback. Self baggage. I'm not right with baggage. You know, Deshaun Watson has baggage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can deal with that. You know, I mean, he got my Baker Mayfield's baggage is self inflicted. Yeah. And that's what I don't like about that. Because then he gets a bad rep. Oh, you got to coddle him. You got to baby him. He throws temper tantrums if he doesn't get his own way. And I think he got a bad rep last year. It was unjust, though, because he played with a torn labrum the whole season. Yeah. yeah. And Odell yeah. walked on him, and there was a lot of confrontation going on. There was a lot of on. stuff going on. There was a lot of expectations for that team, too. Let's not oh, kid yeah, ourselves. Because they, they padded sure. that roster, and they spent some money to win. They were one game they, away from the fought. Odell looks like a genius right now. Odell walked and went and won a Super Bowl. And put a ring on his hand. Sure. Absolutely, right. man. Yeah. I heard he might be going to the Bucks. Really? I heard he might be going to Cleveland again. I heard no, you I'm guys are I'm fucking wrong. Actually, they said that. <laughs> <laughs> they did say that. I they, did, they said I that. heard that, too, yeah. But Hollywood, anything's possible. He's after not he'll going be. back to Cleveland. I mean, what happened fun. today, dude, anything's possible. Oh, Nothing's yeah. off the table. I was, well, and speaking of the Rams, Stafford got 160 mil, four-year deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did see that. Yeah, four-year deal. Hey, did you guys see the Verizon commercial with Stafford yet where you kind of put a wink at Detroit about trading in his 12-year-old cell phone? Did you guys happen to catch that commercial? No, I heard about it. No, I didn't. It was actually really creative. It was, um, he's doing a Verizon commercial, so he goes and talks to that girl at the Verizon store, and he's AT&T, like, hey, yeah. AT&T, I'm sorry. Yep. And uh, he's like, yeah, I got a 12-year-old cell phone. It's been really good to me all these years, basically 12 years in Detroit, 12 years with a cell phone. And she's like, well, yeah, we'll put you in a new phone. And he's like, you mean just come around right in and just, you know, win or something like that? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, even if I'll never forget about the, the great times in my phone? Never. By 12 years, he winks at the camera, so it's really clever. I thought <laughs> well, that was, cool. that was no, kind I of a class act. Now I have to go home yeah. and look that up as soon as I yeah. 
it was really good. It was definitely giving Detroit its flowers for his yeah, time here. So that was cool. really cool and, to see. Yeah, I mean, and he didn't have to. I mean, he really didn't no, because they, they did the him ball. dirty in a lot of ways. Yeah, he'll have ties here, I think, for a while. Dude, he took two yeah, pay cuts for sure. There. Three. That's true. He took three pay cuts. No, you're right. He did take two. He yeah. Did take two. Yeah. So what else going on, boys? What else in the world of sports? Well, I got. Uh, it's in Detroit again. What do you guys think of this year's draft coming up? Oh, it's uh, <laughs> it's coming up quick. <laughs> There's going to be you crickets, just don't know. man. You just don't know, man. Yeah. I'm going to have to wait a little bit yeah. until we get a little bit closer and really hammer it down. But I, if I'm, I believe the Lions can – I'm sorry to, to cut you off, Billy, but no, I believe well, the man. Lions can really, really do some damage if they're smart enough. Their defense is horrible, and there's so many edge rushers. Agree. They got number one rated uh, – player in the draft this year is uh is Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. He's actually rated number one. Yeah, but Hollywood, they, wasn't you that was saying last week they're not so sure they could get Hutchinson, right? Because Jacksonville might have a run for him. They might screw him. They might screw My guy Detroit. Jordan Davis. Well, that's cool. Even if they get him, they got safeties. They got another. They got five. Oh, yeah, I think their defense was that See, Rebel, you're going to draft a safety at number two. This guy better no, be Sean no, Taylor. No, too rich of a pick. You have to be Sean Taylor or more. Ed Reed, you know what I mean? Hall of Fame type safety. I, I don't know if Kyle Hamilton. Dude, get out of there. There's so many different great defensive players in this draft right now. Aiden Hutchinson mm-hmm. sitting number one. Then you got Kyle Hamilton, who's rated the number two player in the draft right can't, now. Can't. I just now, think not number two overall. You can't. But what about uh, what about um? You take Thibodeau there, the other DN from no, Oregon? No, I don't take I don't I don't like Like Hollywood says he doesn't like the competition Oregon play, right. so that's a valid point, you know. Yeah, absolutely. What do you got Jordan Davis on there? What about cornerback? <laughs> did you take a cornerback? No, you just took Okuda. No, Look absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why you should consider a a cornerback. But when are you gonna start Okuda letting Okuda these... block you or me? Okay, I, I get it, up. Rebel, but when are you going to start letting these younger guys play? Like, Amani Awarie finally got a chance to play, and he led the league in yes. interceptions. Yes, uh, Thank you second, for that. He was second next to Trayvon Diggs. So. Yes, but and that's also a third you round could pick. make that secondary. Really, you just signed Tracy Walker to a, to a big attention. You put another guy on the other side of that. That secondary is a lot better off right off the bat. They're not going to go pass. you got to bank on Okuda coming back because he needs another shot. you got him on your roster. He's a first-round pick. You have to play him. We need pressure. How's that worked in the past? We got to play him. How's that worked in the past for us? Well, what are you going to do? Cut your losses with Akuda. Cut him and, and get another one. And then uh, you're, right, you're gaining no ground. And another one. That's the problem with your boy Patty and Quinn. They set us back so fucking far. I agree. It's ridiculous. I completely agree. And it wasn't my boy. That was your boy. You no, it was not my boy. Yeah, it was no. not my boy. I was not a fan at all. They you should have kept Jim Caldwell. I love Jim Caldwell. You don't go with a Jordan Davis, a generational player that can literally change the game like. Donald, in uh, for the Rams, put that pressure on that quarterback with them secondary guys. If the guy's got all day, he can eat him up. But being pressured, you gotta go with that guy if he's there. Jordan oh, Davis yeah. is my pick all day long. No, number two overall, Jordan Davis. Absolutely worth the money. I can't go with the quarterback. Just like me and Philly debate last year. Yeah. Even though I like this pick, look where Meekum Parsons at. And he's dominating in Dallas when he could have been here. And been, Jordan yeah. Davis is a beast. He's 6'6", 341 pounds, defensive lineman. Yeah, he can man. really plug up a lot of holes. So, yeah, I can see that number two. But here's the deal. You got, uh, what, McNeil and uh, Ozarike? Yes. You just got drafted those, what, second and third round? I mean, you got you to gotta start building around these guys and like, putting you, the team together. Yeah. But to your point, 
there's nobody, no position group outside offensive line and running back that they can't take. And they said that Davis really? could play. He's you kind could, of like you could upgrade anywhere. Yeah, like an edge type. I would like to see them do. I would like to see them get aggressive with the defense this year. I mean, I would like to see them, even if they have to do a package deal where they take their uh, number 32 pick and say, hey, we'll give you our 32nd pick and our lower pick next year and maybe a fourth and fifth round to move up in the draft and get additional first-round picks. You take two edge rushers in this game, your defensive line is already better. Even if the defensive line you got that you're not in love with. Your edge rushers, you get two edge rushers you're on a draft, they automatically make your defensive line better. Yeah. Do, you, do you trade number two? No. No, I, I take number two, and then I try to package one of my lower first round next year and a couple, maybe third, fourth, fifth this year, to move up and take a second player in a defense in the top ten this year. That's what I do. I really hope they can land Hutchinson. So I think that will solidify one end of that defense. And the worst thing a Lions fan in his life could ever have is hope. Because <laughs> they will kill But he's got short arms for defensemen, they say. Yeah, but I don't really care about that because of size and athleticism. He can, he can overcome that. You're trying sure. to say, well, he's only got really one good move. You're in the big boys now. Yeah, but that could be coached, though, Holly. Yeah. In the NFL, yeah. that can be coached. Yeah. He's got the raw talent. Well, look he's at got Ziggy size. Hansa. He he didn't pan out where he was supposed to be. The Sea Rebel. Wouldn't you say that the game is won in the trenches, right? So you got to start up front. That has to be solidified. Absolutely. Offensive side is set. Okay, we got to yeah. bolster that defensive side. Right, so if you, if you can take an edge rusher at number two overall, then package some kind of deal with your 32-second pick, and then maybe some later-round picks later and your lower first-round next year, and move up and take two edge rushers in the top 10, top 12 maybe. Now you've got two edge rushers automatically makes your defensive line better because of those edge rushers, because they have to be accounted for. And then if, and if Kuda becomes who he is, not and Tracy Walker becomes who he's supposed to be, yeah. now with those two, two, those two picks, you made five positions. Already upgraded. Yeah. Because it takes the takes the pressure off of them uh, places. That's why I'm saying stay Good point. point. You know what I mean? Because you got five picks in the top 100, and they're not getting out of their plan, which is what we were all texting earlier, kind of debating what was going on and, and our the stance as they are. Um, I, I don't hate being patient. We've been patient, like B said, for 50-some-odd years. You know what I, I mean? Think, I think something's in the brew. <laughs> something's brewing. It could be, it. because now they have draft capital. They can, if you wait this year out, I feel like – and you draft really well, and your defense is better, and then you're in a better position next year with all this cap room. That's when you go ahead and shoot your shot. They're worried about them winning nine I, games and shooting, you know, shit in the bed, and then losing out. They want that shroud guy from fucking uh, Ohio State. What, they want that quarterback. What, what if they go ahead and draft Willis number two? If they take a quarterback this year's draft, I'll <laughs> tell him. I'll, I'll remove my tattoo. That's what I've told him. Take that. I will remove but my tattoo. Is good. Uh, they ain't drafting. They're not drafting a quarterback. Draft no, quarterback. No. They'd be crazy. Too. NFL draft. No, man. Yeah, I can see it. Maybe deep. if one of these guys are in the third or fourth round, maybe you no know, fifth round, he's still there. Like one of these top-rated quarterbacks, maybe. But I don't see a quarterback going in the first two rounds this year. I really, really don't. Well, when people see, they saw Malik Willis throw that 65-yard pass rolling out. And, and let me tell you, as a football coach, everybody looks good in shorts and T-shirts, right? Yeah, I mean, right, so right. Put them pads the, on. When the pads come on, it's a different ball game. The bullets are line. You've got people you. rushing at you trying to, you know, put your body and bones into the ground. It's a different ball game. So I just don't think they need one right now. And you just re-signed Boyle and Blau, even though I don't like them, I don't want them. But where they are, you can see the plan. Yeah. I can actually see a plan where, as with Patricia and Quinn, I, I had no idea what they were doing. At least with Caldwell, we had a, a identity. And they did him dirty as well. Remember what, what they say? Yeah, they did. We're, uh, we're, too, we're too good of a team to only finish 9-7 and seven every year. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So you went, you'll fire him, then win three games the next two years. Yeah. yeah. That right. Even, even though Campbell, like, he did some crazy stuff this year, going for it for record times on fourth down and stuff, but he's like, fuck it. I yeah, got nothing to lose. Yeah, exactly. That was yeah, building character, though, dude. That was a character builder there. Yeah. All that crazy stuff. And, and, and you can see him, though. They're building that run game, something yeah, that we've 100%. talked about for years that we haven't had. Yep. A, a good offensive line. You can see, you know, it's it's building. It I like our Rome line. was not built in a day, man. Yeah, no this thing is no going to take time. You talk to every one of them players, and they want to be back here. They said that the the foundation, the structure of the organization is not of the old. It's becoming uh, new. They want, you know what I'm saying? Not like guys before. They're showing it. I guess I've seen a, that. I guess I'm just a pessimist when it comes to line because I heard that same thing when Jim yeah, we've suffered there. a long the time. The culture has changed, and how'd that work out? No, but you can call the timeouts. We didn't have any. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> but I like it. I like the fire. Jim Schwartz. Got to give him No, I like Marty it. Morning but I'm, I'm jaded yeah, too. Yeah, Marty Morning. How'd that work out? I'm jaded too because online I saw this dope Lions hoodie. It's the old school logo with the the, the, uh, the gray stripe. Yeah, the old school. I'm, I'm reluctant to because I don't want to spend money until they prove to me that they can provide a winner. Put him on ground, man. I haven't though in years. What I, am I, I have not. Well, then guys like uh, Grandmaster I mean, B is just. I mean, yeah, I'm, we gotta I'm still a sucker a for buying a we new hat every to. year, but uh, I haven't really spent more than I would say forty bucks a year on the Lions. If my hat gets all sweat ringed and everything like that, it's time to freshen it up yeah, for yeah. the season. But man, it just. I got know, the old school in 1934. Listen, when I was a season ticket holder, I was talking to my agent. It was pretty cool. And I was complaining yeah. to him, kind of, and he was like, dude, I feel your pain. And this is an agent who works for the Detroit Lions. He was well, like, we had to I talk s- to your agent and get you on the show, Brass. Right. <laughs> he was like, I sell season tickets to people that have been seats to take the lures since Tiger Stadium. That's true. Yeah, that's Come what he on. said to me. He's like, yeah. He's like, they're, 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 they're still out there like that. They, they are a, well, I'm the knucklehead, keeps uh, forking money over year after year. But I, you know what I do. I saw a lot of my tickets, but... That's they're smart, a loyal. Though. They're a loyal fan base. I mean, yeah, when loser draw, we're kind of in that same group. It's a big of party, like, man. Everybody yeah. pulls for the you know poor Detroit Lions, just like I would pull for Cleveland. Yeah. You know, knowing we didn't have a competitive team, I would like to see the Browns win. But you know, I thought they had the magic you know secret going there, and then it seems like with the Beckham thing we just talked about, and now the quarterback going away, it's like the whole thing is just being mixed around. Again. You know what changed that game field. from the Browns going to the Super Bowl? Baker Mayfield? No. Was a washed-up quarterback, Henny, getting a 21-yard oh, game oh, oh, on yeah, yeah, third yeah. down. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. About I that. remember yeah. that. Good oh, memory, Oh, my God, God, man. It was terrible. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. I forgot about that. They yeah, almost slayed the beast in Kansas City. Yeah. Almost. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. Our, high, our highlight of our careers, we hang banners with our playoff appearances. <laughs> I've got to give them this year. I'll <laughs> no championships. Year. Right, right. Just, I mean, we do from the 50s. Year, and what's funny is the all draft. Those, yeah. they, they, the Detroit Lions, you go to their stadium, they have a, a banner with their playoff appearances. And every one of those years, they lost in the playoffs except right. for one. Right, or beat the Green Bay Packers. We lost this year, we lost this year, we lost this year. Yeah, it's so. been a lot of heartbreak being a Lions fan. But uh, the cool thing is about this week's fives, it's our five favorite sport moments, depending if it's pro sports or personal or whatever. So we got some really cool sports talk coming up for sure, man. You guys got any more sports stuff? I don't right now. I mean, uh, I got a lot for the fives for sure. What about the uh, March Madness you guys been keeping up with? This has been a crazy year. Oh, Michigan, Crazy year for upsets. Michigan made the Sweet 16. Who's your upset tomorrow night? Oh, man. Let me look at this bracket. Who you got, C-Rebel? I still got Gonzaga. They're still in it. Is Wayne State still in it? No, they got Arkansas. Never heard of them. (laughs) 
I did watch that Michigan game. I thought U of D was going to take it. You're interested in Detroit. I, I, I like what Jawan Howard did. Either. Yeah, I know. Did you guys <laughs> catch what Jawan Howard did with that <laughs> player at the end of the game comment. and consoled oh, him yeah, after yeah, the game? Yeah. I thought that was a class act. He did have some history with that kid. Yeah. In uh, youth league, I guess. Yeah, honestly, Gonzaga's going to be a tough act to follow any team. they got to play Arkansas tomorrow. I know. Is that who's playing tomorrow, Hollywood? Yeah. Arkansas and Gonzaga. I got Michigan flipping over Villanova. I can see it. I can see it. Are you if guys in brackets? No, I'm not a bracket. My, shout out to my buddy Mike Schmidt who listens to the show all the time. He this is his Super Bowl time of the year. He loves NCAA March Madness. Mike He's in Schmidt, this, huh? What yeah. a cool name. Yeah, Mike's big time into this stuff. This and is like he gets. Remember Mike Friday. Schmidt from the Phillies? Yeah, there was a Mike yeah, Schmidt that played for the Phillies. What about uh, St. Peter's beating Kentucky? That was huge. Oh, oh that, that was, was a major upset right there, dude. I love it. Yeah, that I was love those little schools, and you. There's been a couple of years you've had them small schools like Cinderella. They Remember did. Oakland University? Yeah, the Oakland University went Oakland to uh, yeah. they were one year with Wayne the State Michigan. wouldn't have been far off with going with that one with St. <laughs> Peter's, right? It's kind of <laughs> in the same realm. <laughs> right. But I also yeah. think Houston has a chance of knocking off Arizona. I don't. I don't I don't believe that No. No, I don't I don't like their backcourt. Struggling. St. Peter's <laughs> taking out the team that a lot of people got, Purdue. Can that happen number no. fifty? Oh, would that About the same time the Lions win the Super Bowl, that'll happen. That's my upset for Friday night. I'm going to pick. Wow. Just, I like that team. Ednert, uh, it could, I mean, hey, Rex Grossman went to a Super Bowl, so you know, never know. Anything yeah. could happen. <laughs> yeah, anything. Anything could happen. And that's my upset for Friday night. Okay. I, I just like that team. They're gritty. Um, and, like, you know, they can be off. Any, any team can be off, man. And uh, especially in basketball, there's yes. yeah, yeah, especially in basketball. Yes. Yeah, hey, you got to give kudos to Michigan State too. They almost knocked off Duke. That was a great basketball game. Oh yeah, it was a great game. But like, uh, I think it was. What do you think about Coach K retiring? What a what great what a man. career that dude's oh, got. Man, great career, great legendary. Writer. I mean, probably never be duplicated duplicated no, again. I don't I don't believe so either. I mean, who could you make an argument for in this era? Maybe maybe uh, Roy Williams from North Carolina. Hey, yeah, I, got, I mean, I got Tom, Izzo, Tom Izzo's up there, too. Yeah, though. Izzo's yeah, definitely Tom up there. Izzo needs to win another national champion, championship. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, but, well, to be on that status, You yeah. can't ride the coattails of 2001 anymore. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, not everybody's elite brass. Right? That's you know true. Mean? There's those but elite. But you were trying to put that's... him that elite status to what I felt like. Who? You, Izzo. You. Izzo, no, no. I think Coach K. I love Izzo. Don't get me wrong. Dean Smith, you know, guys like that that have won multiple championships. I think those guys... All right, that level. With that, let me ask you this question here, right here, because a lot of people don't like this guy. Where does that put Bobby Knight at? How many championships did he win? Uh, one, right? He'll never be uh, Coach K ever. No, he'll never be uh, Rizzo. In fact, yeah, the one he did win, who was his uh, starting point guard on that team? Can anybody tell me that trivia question? What was that? The one uh, national championship that uh, Bobby Knight won. I don't remember. You, everybody in this room knows who he is. You might not know that he was there. Oh, but Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah is Thomas. Yeah. Yep, Isaiah I was a little Thomas. bit before my time, but yeah. I think Izzo's better than him. You think you put you put Izzo above uh, Coach? And you, uh, th- here's another thing why I put him. Class. Class. Yeah. The, class and Bobby Knight had chair. no room colliding yeah, in no, the same you situation. Can't, you can't. Right. Yeah. 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 But he was fun to watch. I used to love watching oh, him yeah. chairs and oh, yeah. hitting players and yelling at the rest. But he wouldn't last today in today's game. No. Oh, no, he, no he's been kicked out of the game. Bobby Knight has been shot in the parking lot of uh, the University <laughs> of Indiana. Well, we're going to get off. This just in. You and LV has killed Bobby I, Knight. I did have one more sports thing. I'll get into it after you guys finish up on the end. No, go ahead. Let's, go, let's get to it. 
We're just um, running them out. So some recently never heard before audio has come out from the old WWF. You guys heard about this? Mm-mm. No. Uh, it's, it's rather interesting, funny. I got a little soundbite. Uh, you guys ready for it? Let's get it. This is incredible. What a package. Well, you're not going to bust a nut anytime we're in the ring. After I beat you and satisfy all the Hulkamaniacs, I'm going to get off by cranking your knob. But I want it, too, and I had to fight inch for inch to get this, and I'm not about to lay down on my back and let someone cover me. I thank you very much. <laughs> Come on, don't bullshit me. Somebody get a dick? I'm going to be right back. <laughs> I'm going to have to apologize ahead of time because I'm going to stretch his ass like it's never been stretched yeah. before. And now the Warriors down on his knees. Oh, this one a long way from being over, bodies. Absolutely. This is just warm up right here. Yeah. Chris, I tell you what. When I get my hands on you, I'm going to eat your ass like a pot of collard greens. Woo! Shawn Michaels. You can hide behind that commissioner's stuff just so long until I jerk a knot in your ass. Yes, I was told you have the meats. And Sting, always coming from behind. As far as Bischoff goes, I'm going to eat his ass. That's true. I've seen that. I've watched that. I started out fighting in this bar when I was a little boy. My my last fight is in this bar. Jimmy Garvin, you touched me in a personal way you never touched me before. What's good about oh, it? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's interesting. And you step up. And if you don't think I'm big enough, brother. Ric Flair! <laughs> Woo! Ric Flair! You're gonna find out what hard is all about! Because from the time I get in the ring with you, Guppy, it's gonna be a hard night all night long! Nikita Koloff, when I was tasting you, brother, I found you to be not so bad at all! Woo! not sucking off anybody! Until they Blanchard, you can't run and hide from me anymore. And when we come to Philadelphia this time, there's going to be no mistaking what's going to happen. I'm going to come on you like nobody's ever come on you before. Somebody got a dick? All at your side. <laughs> Nobody to run distraction for you. Just you and I getting it on. Woo! This isn't some game. This is where men are men and the boys stay on the side and watch what's going on. Ooh. Woo! This crowd expected a big explosion. Stupid bet they're going to get it. That's all, folks. A little long, but that would, could you guys believe they have some hitting audio from way back in the WWF no, days? <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> disturbing, to say the least. You know I was going to put it in there, Philly. Oh, man. <laughs> so you, Just James's boy, Kanye West, is back in the news. Oh, man. I feel like guy, you talk he about this every single away. week. He got banned from Instagram for 24 hours and removed from the Grammys because of all the shit he's been posting. Oh, he's all an the, idiot. The cryptic stuff. And he's an idiot. 
They, a, they're trying to avoid controversy, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Why did they ban him again? Because of his... The content. The, Remember the, we were talking the, about the song he put out, you know, yeah, the video. Yeah. It's it's all kind of balled into yeah. one, so... Well, it all boils down to he's just fucked in the head. I mean... <laughs> he's, he's, he's struggling. Yeah, he's he's got issues, man. But he's in the news every week anyways. Like mm-hmm. you said, you can't not but talk about the guy because he brings himself into the light all the time. Yeah, and then uh, do you guys see Maury is ending after 31 years? I didn't you know he are was not going. the father. Huh? I didn't know he was still going. <laughs> neither, <laughs> no. neither I stopped I, watching years ago. Is Jerry Springer still on? Is he live? I don't think so. That show got so fabricated after a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think more got like 18 fathers and two more women. Right. Who's the father? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll show you in a minute with the DNA here. Right. It was kind of the same topic and subject line almost every show it seemed like. This girl's been back 27 times. Still no father. And what's his name took over that? Smolsky guy, the the bald head guy that was... uh, Kind of like the referee type. Oh, referee. yeah. He, he took over. He got his... Oh, oh Steve. Yeah, that was Steve. Steve. Jerry yeah. Springer. Um, what was his name? Is this Steve something? Yeah, something. Steve Wilco show. Still Wilco. Yeah. yeah remember, he wouldn't let people sit down in his show. Remember? He, he was a man, yeah. You don't get to stand uh, sit down on my stage. <laughs> You're not a very good man. Yeah. And the last thing I got, obviously, this was a big topic. It was at the gym. Guys were talking about it. So, Leah Thomas, this trans woman swimmer. She uh, recently won an NCAA ch- uh, championship. Um, had a lot of people upset because they feel said person took a spot of f- females that are competing at a disadvantage. Bullshit. Um, I agree. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not telling you what makes you happy. You want to be a woman and you're a man, by all means, you're not telling me how to live. Yeah. But there's a line to cross right there when you're trying to compete in women's or men's sports. Of the other six. Well, I think in particular when it comes to sports, right? You know, live your life how you want to live it. But in sports, you know, and women in general have come such a long way to try to compete in, you know, um, equal rights and all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, just a yeah. slap in the just face to, to all of Chris that. Want to call himself Christina, then go run in a triathlon and outfit it that way. Men are built different than women. Absolutely, it's not a sexist thing. It's just a, you know, it, yeah. they're built differently. Yeah, it's yeah. not a fair playing field, that's for sure. Absolutely. I, I talked to two women today about that. Congratulations! They bring it up to me, <laughs> and they said this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. They said, look, look at this picture here, balls sticking out. <laughs> in front of women, in front of women, you're not a woman. What's good about it? Bigger you are compared to them. Right. This isn't even right. I'm not going to buy in this bullshit. I, I don't care. That's my feeling. I said, no, you have that right. How do you feel as a woman? Mm-hmm. Does, doesn't that piss you off? And she's like, yes. You don't have the hormones. You don't none of this stuff. Just because you took some estrogen pills and grew some boobs don't mean you're... Right, you still went through puberty as a man. Right. Right? Yeah. So... You still have that testosterone in your body as a man. Your muscles are growing bigger. European standing up, not squatting down or sitting down. And you just just look at the picture. I mean, this... It doesn't look right. I mean, uh, two feet taller than everybody else and stuff. I don't don't know. I I am the most... I am the most anti-racist person. I I tell my kids all the time, the worst thing you can be in this world is a racist person. Hmm. But, I mean, come on. you got to draw a line at some point. I mean, not now as you're growing in the line of fair or not fair. Yeah. And that's not fair. I, I think I at this point, like some people are saying, uh, you know, on the news and things like that, make its own entity, you know? It may, make it make a trans, you know, sector for all these athletes. Team. Whatever you got to do. People say, you know, you can't believe, hey, we're a transgender bobsled team. <laughs> I mean, Whatever, but they want to do it. You in don't the remember wrestling. that cool running? No, I know what you're talking they about. They want to do it in the wrestling now. Now they want a transgender going into the wrestling fighting a man. 
Well, that's I mean, happened before. You, you've had women fight men. Or, I mean, because I mean, I'm really still not, not sure I, about China. Oh, you're talking about like you no. know, talking <laughs> WWE stuff. You're talking about the like wrestling wrestling. NCAA wrestling. Yes. I got you. Okay. That's, oh, that's I thought you were talking about yeah, that's WWE. Done that's right. absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna let a man go in there? Well, I want to be a woman now, but the strength of a man is still there. Go ahead. Right, yeah. Right, right. Let it doesn't yeah. change. Right. I don't know. As far as uh, as far as laughter for Chief goes, yeah, I'd like to see that. Does a woman go in and try to play football because she said she's her name is now Chris? That'd be great. Go go be a running back. Wow. Let me know how that works out. Shit's nuts. It's polarizing, so I had to bring it up. So Grandmaster B, what do you got? Uh, yeah, on a on a lighter note, uh, Detroit is the number one pizza city in America. Uh, Detroit was unarguably already a pizza capital of the Midwest, but now it can add pizza capital of the United States to the list. Wow. According to a recent study, the Motor City ranks high on a multiple metric system according to anytimeestimate.com. It's a kind of a poll-type service thing. Uh, to, they gained the title. Uh, we have the most independent pizzerias per capita, six per 100,000 residents, uh, nearly double the average of the United States. It's usually a three-to-one. Uh, in all 50 cities analyzed, and they have the biggest appreciation for the variety of pizzas that they offer in, you know, with all the pizzerias that we have. So, yeah, now it's, uh, we're known as the uh, pizza capital of the United States, man. The Is deep that dish also pizza. Is that also what it's to go beast uh, capital of the United States? Then? I don't, man, I don't know, but I just thought that was kind of cool because, you know, a lot of people are trying to imitate that square deep dish pizza oh, and all yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, Detroit. Yeah. Detroit style. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Pizza Hut was doing a Detroit deep dish special, and they they were, like, selling out of it left and right all over across the United States because people really dig that deep dish stuff. Oh, you know? And they really do because when I was in Florida a few years ago, I, I seen a couple of advertisements of, of Jets, Detroit style deep this pizza and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't think Pizza Hut's been the same ever since probably the early 90s. Yeah, ever since Pepsi bought them. Because Pepsi used to be the place them. to go. Remember that? Yes. Pizza yeah, the was like, you went to go sit down you got money to go there The deep pizza. dish, Hollywood. Their deep dish <laughs> yes, around was the yes. bomb, dude. I can't wait. And, and every bomb. time I went to Domino's, maybe it's like you said, back in the day it was better, but it's been horrible. Yeah, oh, yeah. man, Domino's. I can't do first. it. I love a good Zaz Braz, but Domino's is not it. You ever see how they make it? No. They got like this risen on the silver thing right there. It looks like sand, like grit. Hmm. And they throw the dough on Oh, it's there. cornmeal. That's cornmeal they put on the Yeah, Horrible. it's got like it's Horrible. grainy, it's kinda yes, like yes. kinda like sand. It's gotcha. gets in your teeth. It's yeah. <laughs> it's not very good. So what's your favorite pizza in Detroit? What's your favorite Detroit pizza? Jets. I agree, Jets. I I'm a Cloverleaf guy. They're they're kind also of subsidiary good. of Buddies. They actually, if you know the ownership's whole like back history, Buddies and the owner of Cloverleaf were partners at one time at Buddies Pizza. So he kind of took a recipe and ran with it this way, and Buddies kept it. Buddies is still bigger than them for deep dish, but I'm right. getting into like mm. the flat, uh, the thin crust stuff lately. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. I like it. Um, I, you know what? Uh, have you guys ever tried cauliflower pizza crust? Yep, it's good. It is. We had to have a house that one night. It's good, so yeah. good, man. Yep. Oh, it's very, it was surprisingly good. I didn't think cauliflower, but it's got kind of like a burnt cheese flavor taste to it. Yeah, it's really I've, good. I've still never had. It. I've heard I've heard you talk about it. But yeah, Jets I've never it. had it. It's lighter, but yet filling still. What's yeah. your really What's your, uh, your go to? I got mine. That uh, hot and ready. I I'd have to say either Jets or what about Hungry Howie's? I like Hungry Howie's a whole lot. Flavored crust, yeah, I like de- it. just depends on the spot because there's some of them that are terrible. Like when yes. you pick up oh, a slice where the whole yes. top, you just slide off. Yeah, you, 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 and you can get cheese that restaurant. You go down, dude. There's <laughs> bad Jets in your restaurants. There's good you like that? Jets. You like that Howie bread? I love the Howie bread. Yeah. Howie yeah. bread's good uh, shit, man. I'm not a fan. I'd rather have Jets bread. I like 
I like Jets. I like a hungry always too. If I had to pick the two, I'd have to lean maybe. I guess or Jets. I, or I, I got, got one for you. Green Sea Lantern. Green I got one yeah, for you. Man, I love Green Lantern. How about Carlos Pizza? Carlos mm. Pizza. Love Carlos. You remember that one over there in Twelve yeah. Mile? I remember. Now. now is that still the same recipe, same owner, and everything? How they got one of Mount Clemens. Oh, really? right. Clemens that's, the I would, that's the one I was thinking. I'm one of Mount Clemens. Man. Very, very good. There's grease still, on the top of it, pepperoni and cheese. There's still one at uh, Jefferson and Sugar right by my yep. uh, grandparents' house. Yes. Yeah. But I used to do irrigation. We used to eat there all the yeah. time for lunch. Why it's they took good. that one over there at Twelve and Little Mac? I'll never know. That why. was my favorite one. Yes. Because when I used to stay at Nana and Papa's house, that's the one we used and to always get. Were like yep. this. Very yeah, good, man. amazing. Yeah, love it. Carlos Pizza, baby. Very good. Yes, yeah, my yeah. second. Add something else here. I want to throw out there, Philly. Have you guys heard that uh, we were talking about Kid Rock's new album yeah. last week, and uh, he just did an interview with uh, Tucker Carlson. Are you guys familiar with him? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so um, I got a little soundbite. This is Kid Rock talking about his canceled culture and how he's doing with what he does. So if there was, I mean, a message behind the album, what would it be? Uh, to my fans, I love you dearly. To you critics, haters, and trolls, go f- yourself. I'm right there with <laughs> That's pretty clear in the office. Like you're, you're not kind of hiding that message. Right? Like, I have the nope. things I do is like, you know, to solidify my fans and like I, I'll, I'll say a lot in this area. My friends, family, and fans. That's really all that matters to me. And, but I love the trolls and the haters and the critics who've been trying to, you know, knock me down for 20, 30 years. And I just, I'm still standing, still operating at the highest of levels. And so sometimes I do things purposefully, purposefully, purposefully just to kind of be a wise ass or look like a little bit of pur- 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 just because right, my fans will get the tongue in cheek and the fun it, and the people that hate me will just go, God damn it. It'll just piss them off more. So why haven't you been canceled? Like, people aren't allowed to say what they think. You are. I am uncancelable. Why's that? Right. Because <laughs> I don't give a <laughs> no, and I'm not in bed with any big mother. corporate things at the end of the day. There's this nobody I'm beholden to, no record companies, no corporate interests, no nothing. And mm. you can't cancel me. I, I love it when they try. I'm like, yeah. So why, fun. why aren't there more artists like that? Because they're in bed with record companies yeah. and, you know, corporate yeah. deals and no, structures yeah. at every level. And, you know, it's. um. And if, if someone finds a way to get me a little bit here and there, I'll find another way around it. You never see artists talk like that. They seem very easy to intimidate. Or Eminem. At what yeah. point did you realize Detroit like you're just not going to be intimidated? Mm-hmm. Day one. Really? I think <laughs> I crawled out of the womb with both middle fingers in the air. <laughs> <laughs> you never met a motherfucker quite like me! I used to party with him at the Hulu Lounge in Mount Clemens every Friday night. Yeah. yeah. I love Kid Rock. I, 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 I mean, everybody knows me. I'm... I'm a huge, huge kid. You're Rock. Sea Rebel. I see you on the Sea Rebel. I got the eagle on my arm. Damn you. I, 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 I seen the interview one time. Remember when he was married to uh, Pam Anderson? Of course. And um, they were interviewing Pam Anderson, and they were asking her how she liked Detroit. What she said was actually pretty cool. She's like, I've been here about two months, and I've met a lot of people from Metro Detroit. And the one thing I've noticed in any place I've ever lived, everybody who's from here, they're so proud to be from here. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I that. think that's yeah. true. Yeah. Midwesterners, we're all proud where we're from. And it's weird because 
you know, as you travel and you get to, you know, go different places, people would say, man, where's your accent from? Because if you're from South, you got a twang, right? You got you're from little, Boston. You, you, know, know you're you got from a little Boston. that, and you're from, from the South. Mass. You got a little bit of this, y'all, and from the Carolinas. Well, you're from like, the Bronx. How you like, doing? Where are you from? Exactly. It's like but when you're, you're from Michigan or you're from, you know, the D, people just like, man, it's a tough city. What up, though? Right. They, they right. feel that, you know, and they know that, you know, this isn't an easy state and big city to live in. You know, we're always in the yeah. news somewhere, right? But and so I think that's why a lot of people in Detroit love Kid Rock, because, you know what I mean? He, yeah, he's yeah. been a banner for Detroit. Yes, yes. Yeah. He's, he's had a middle finger and a Detroit D-arm. He stuck true blue sure. to who he is, that's for sure, man. No, I respect it, man. That's why yeah. when people say, I just can't stand it here, I would leave. I, I get having a vacation home in another state, but I'd always want to come back. This is my home. Yeah. I know, love it. You know, I, I, actually live, I could never forget about you know, I've, it. I've lived a lot of places. I lived down, in, down south and everything like that. It was a cool place to live, but... Oh, you was getting trouble. You've been all over the globe, man. Sea yeah. <laughs> Rebel. Tell me, Sea Rebel. Tell me. Detroit is home. Got uh, to have it. A nice congratulations to Hugh Perkins and Monica Gale for Hell yeah. 25 years together. Wow. Yeah. You know, Hugh, actually, what a class I got a, I got a, I got a funny story about Shout Hugh Perkins. To Hugh. I got I to tell this. It was the most hilarious thing in the world. I'm going to use, a, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna use a, a, a derogatory word here, the N-word, because it was really funny. Um, we were doing a underground sprinkler job when I was probably 19 or 20 years old. Don't say it. I'm not gonna. I was just saying it. And uh, we were in the, we were doing this really rich Italian family's house, and this old lady come out. She was in her late 80s, easily. Yeah, it's right. my old, my old guma. And she, and she was like, hey, uh, I'd like to tell you, when you go to lock your stuff up, make sure you lock it up, because we got a new developer in the neighborhood. She looked around like people were looking at her shoulder. There's an N-word in the neighborhood the now. The fuck is that? And we were like, come on. I swear to God, I swear to God, listen. And, uh, and we were like, oh, okay, man, we'll be sure to make sure we're stuffed, right? But an hour later, her son comes home, the guy who owns the house and everything. And the my fuck boss, is that? I'm listening to my boss talk talk to her. He's like, yeah, your mother came out and said, oh, we need to lock our stuff up because there's an N-word coming out. And he just starts cracking up laughing. He's like, do you know who just moved in our neighborhood? It's Huel Perkins. Oh. <laughs> oh, it, was, wow. it was Cat Williams. <laughs> Man. She, didn't, she didn't. She didn't see anything about you. She just knew that there was somebody of the other race. In yeah, but he was a right. class. Oh, was so yeah, absolutely. He was awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. But we were laughing so hard. It was so Hell funny. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. True story. I love it, man. True story. Yeah, that was great, man. So awesome. Sorry, when you said no, you that's, Perkins, that's I great. No, that's great. You, you got anything else there? I got Perfect. one more to go, and then I'll be done with my little list here. That's it. I mean, forty years in the news thing. I mean, it's, it's coming to an end. At the yeah. end of March, they'll be done. It's just. When you turn on Channel 2 and you're not to see him there anymore, that's going to be weird. Yeah, right. and her. Yeah. Well, growing Definitely. up, news anchors are all weird. Like, growing up, who'd you guys remember? Carmen Harlan? Bill, kids? What Bill about Bill Bonds? Bill Bonds. Bill Bonds. Yeah, Bill Bonds. Diane Turner from Channel 7 WXYZ. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Another great name. Bill Bonds was a man. Yeah, remember what about Charlie LaDuff? Oh, I love Charlie LaDuff. Oh, God. Yeah. So, so, Hollywood, you just mentioned 40 years on the news. That's, that's great. Yes. Do you know what's coming up on a 50-year 50, uh, 50 anniversary? Yeah, The Godfather. Oh, wow, 50 years ago? 50 years. Take a listen to this. They just remastered the whole movie. I'm going to make him enough. Responsible for other people. Listen to this, Hollywood. This is just a few audio takes from the the new remix they did. Back up on top again. I heard this, actually. This Hollywood big shot is going to give you what you want. He says there's no chance. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Cinema history right there. That was cinema history. Do you remember all these one-liners? Do you remember all this stuff, Hollywood? 
50 years, um, Paramount just announced that they returned it to the theaters at the latter part of February. Anybody got a favorite line for you, Godfather? It's coming up. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. Ever. that part, man. Leave the gun to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. And ask me to commit murder. You don't even have to be a friendship. You were there, Fredo. 50 years. 50-year-old movie, and it's still iconic to this day. Yeah. Oh, they just talked about it, you know. Take the cannoli, leave the gun, or leave the or whatever it was. Take, Remember that line? Take, take the gun. Yeah. With so leave the gun. It was crazy. Take the cannoli. So <laughs> this returned to theaters for its 50th anniversary uh, at Dolby Cinemas and AMC theaters back at the late in late February. It was remastered in 4K Ultra HD digital, and the releases uh, was just yesterday for mm. this new uh, Godfather. It's all been fixed up and everything. Uh, the trailer we just listened to, and uh, they, re they restored a thousand hours of color correction. And all the mono tracks, because the technology back then didn't have Dolby and all that, Atmos right. and all that kind right. of That's stuff. Cool right. that they so can do it's that. They better than movie. ever. It's crystal clear. I watched a clip of it on YouTube. Fantastic. Will you like it the same though? <laughs> huh? Will you like it the same though? It's it's probably one of the and few movies I've seen more than a dozen times. But you know I'll what? That's a, that's a great question. That that made part of the nostalgic of the movie, yes, the yes. way it was filmed. That was an old reel to reel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? So that I would give it a go on the on the new style. So yeah, four K Ultra. Yeah. yeah. I see it to it. Ridge Ride. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's yes. kind of like Scarface. You Some know, of the greatest oh, yeah. lines of all the time. Oh, ding, ding, but I was wondering why The Godfather was on um, when I was looking at movies at the theater. The Godfather was on there. I was confused, but that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It did $90 million. Wow. What does that tell you? I mean, there's some movies that come out that no one knows about. There's that's people a new that haven't even said. I was saying half of that was probably kids who weren't even born when that movie right. came out. Yeah. Because they I said, actually just rewatched it not too long ago. And you were not born when that no. movie that came out. Casino, no. Goodfellas. We yeah, talk Casino about the same three Godfather so much. He's one of the greatest. Gangsters of all time. Oh, yeah. I we just don't want to watch Pesci. it. But if I watch it first, I, watch, I don't want to waste my time. Yeah. But you don't understand how it sucks you in. Yeah. I'm funny how. Yep. Yeah. How am I funny? It's a brilliant story, the way that funny, whole thing. Funny so, how. And then the part two was I'm good, here to too. You, like yeah. a fucking clown. Hey, you're talking about <laughs> Joe Pesci. He ain't been on the show in a long time over here. Who is this fucking sea rebel guy over here? Wait, <laughs> hey, there's funny last week. This guy asked me to christen his kid. The so 5000 I charge. So wait a minute. You guys all got trucks now. So has gas helped you guys at all or hurt you? Because it did come down a little bit, right? I mean, gas I got came down. and $50 gave me just over half. It's crazy, Shit, man. And 74 bucks didn't even fill me up all the way. It's nuts, man. Did you hear what Cat Williams said about gas? What is gas? $600 a damn gallon right now. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm, I don't care how much money you got. Gas is entirely too that's all I'm saying. You are not supposed to be at the gas station making life decisions. I'll tell you what, I rate the fucking gas prices one out of five marons. How you doing? So I got them marons, man. What about that businessman that paid two hundred thousand dollars for people to get gas? Well, I didn't hear didn't about hear this about dude. Yeah, either. He was a businessman. I believe it was Chicago or something. And he two hundred fifty dollars at the gas at the gas thing and move it. Two hundred thousand dollars, he said, and he's going to do it again. Hmm. That line was probably a half mile down so the street. So they gave 200000 to the gas stations that fill everybody shows up. And 50 bucks. Out. Let them put 50 in their gas tank and move it. Oh, All these cars. Wow. Chaz, with the money, with the money amazing, you're making, though. that's something you man. should be doing weekly. You right? No. <laughs> I, I, I'll, ask, I'll ask my wife. I'll let you know. No, they ain't going to fly. Yeah. I'll say, hey, I, uh, I'm going to spend $200,000 in gas. 
<laughs> I mean, he's a bit, I mean, he's got big money. Yeah. And you know, he said he just felt if he can help out in any way, this was, was something that he wanted to help out with. But Hollywood, that's paying it forward, mm-hmm. right? If I if yeah. I was a very wealthy man, and, and let's say the guy's spending that kind of money, he's probably got millions in the bank. Why not, man? Make sure. someone's day better. I mean, you've seen them cars; they were like five rolls wide, and you know, like jockeying for position, yeah. like Sorry, a match you get all the way up the there. Final Sorry, lap. we're out. You're the, but oh. someone had a good point. They posted something on Facebook about you know going to like Costco to save like was it twenty cents or thirty yeah, cents, and like you, you wait in that long line and you get your uh, your car's running. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you're gonna burn the difference anyway. Right, right, so just. Right. It yeah. is what it is. Adjust elsewhere until it We're goes gonna back down. We're going to get through it. It's just a matter of... It sucks, though. Yeah. yeah, it does. It's it's life right now, and I don't see anything um, going down. Like I just heard today, because of the business I'm in, is that there was a bird flu, and they had to kill off a bunch of chickens. So what that means is your egg prices are going to go up, your poultry is going to go up, and there's another reason why, I'm sure, and all this other shit, and... You know, as we, you know, inflation's, it's here for a while, boys. I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon, man. We're, where we're at, and this is, we've got to get used to it. It's kind of the new norm right now, Yeah, right? absolutely. You just got to adjust. It's like change. from one thing and go into another. That's true, That's man. the easiest way to adapt to change. So let's uh, take a little break. We're going to pay some bills, and we'll be back with the fives of the week. 24th Street Pizza has expanded their menu to offer new items like the Miami Steak Sub, Poutine, Nacho Supreme, Traverse City Salad, and even the Poho Mac and Cheese Pizza. Plus, with beer and wine and free delivery in Port Huron, there's no question what's for dinner. It's 24th Street Pizza. Hey everyone, just want to take a quick pause in the action and tell you about TGI Graphics. It's a family-owned business since 2007, servicing the Metro Detroit area. We specialize in sports and graduation banners and also yard signs. We've helped schools, youth sports leagues, and booster clubs fulfill senior wishes and memorable projects. Please reach out to Fives of the Week podcast at gmail.com to learn more. Pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. Feature presentation. I guess I get to kick it off this week here, boys. Fives of the week. Favorite sports moments. Nice. Yeah. All right. So does that mean I started off, Philly? Or Absolutely. Okay. All right. So um, it's your lucky day. My lucky day. So um, do, I, do you want to start with uh, your top five? Do you want to do your honorable mentions and work your way up? We'll do honorables. We usually do that towards the end. Rebel, let us conduct the show. <laughs> Just relax over there, all right? I got an idea or two. Just kind of take, go by the way, however you choose to, but I'm going to start in reverse order. So at number five, um, maybe not necessarily in this order, Detroit Red Wings defeating the Philadelphia Flyers in a four-game sweep to win their eighth Stanley Cup championship in their history and their first in 42 years. Uh, Red Wings goaltender Mike Vernon was awarded the Conn Smythe Trophy at the playoffs, most valuable player. Um, I just remember how special that was and the excitement. Uh, they also won the 1998 uh, 
Stanley Cup back-to-back beating the Washington Capitals. The players, Steve Eiserman, Nicholas Lindstrom, Brandon Shanahan, Darren McCarty, the Russian Five, Sergei Fedorov, Vladimir Konstantinov, what's that name? Slava Kozlov, Slava Fedostov, and Igor Larionov. Fetisov. Fill this off, yeah. Fetis this off. This, uh, I just remember that Russian Five. That was like such a rarity to have the Russian players. This was I had like, that down this, too. Dude, yeah, because they were part of the Red Army, and that was treated. Yeah. This was yeah. huge. And the first time in 42 years, I was downtown. Detroit. We couldn't get a ticket. Obviously, that was a big game. So me and my buddy Chaos were down in downtown Detroit. We found this little, sh- you know, hole in the wall bar. They had a TV. You know, this is pre HD TV and big screens. They put a 27 inch Magnavox console plugged in with rabbit ears on the sidewalk because the bar couldn't take any more capacity of people. Right, right. The we bar. Were, we were literally about three blocks away from the Joe Louis Arena. And when they won the Stanley Cup, you can hear the roar of the crowd from two blocks over oh, coming from the I arena. Bet, it bet. echoed through the walls of downtown Detroit. And I just had goosebumps that night because people were just going up and down, you know, Jefferson and Woodward Avenue and just celebrating like crazy. So, man, win a world championship, the first one in 42 years, mind you. Mm-hmm. That was one of my, like, favorite all-time sports moments. That's awesome. I love it. How old were you? I, I don't know. Go back to that Round time. Roundabout. Roundabout. What year was that? That was in 1997. Yeah, that was... Uh, no, that yeah. no, it was sooner than that. No, it was ninety six. They they lost. Yeah, they lost that was, in no, it, it was in nineteen. It was uh, that was in nineteen ninety seven and ninety eight. So okay, okay. thirty some years old. Yeah, right on. Yeah, because right. a year prior to that, they lost to the New Jersey Devils. They got swept. Yeah, right. In right. the Stanley Cup. Yep. They were building on something, but uh, that was awesome. Great time to be a hockey fan, man. Here, oh, amazing that, time. It, that's the only dynasty Detroit has ever had in sports. Man, they, and all the Tigers, like how old they are. Yeah. The only dy- thing we could say we had a dynasty was the Red Wings. We Grand, were, yeah. they Grash won three cups in five it was loaded. They won three cups in five years. And we you had were, maybe too many mini dynasties with the Pistons, the Bad Boys, and the going to work. Yeah. But those yeah. are mini dynasties, not not true dynasties like that. We were the New England know, Patriots had, of the you, NHL. You the, oh yeah, no doubt. No Detroit brand what? 24 straight years, yeah. It's crazy, man. All right, C-Rebel, what do you got over there, bro? Uh, my number five, I was torn between this one, but I, I put five was the 84 Detroit Tigers because mm. I'm I'm a diehard Tigers fan. And I share that one. The 84 Tigers with Kirk Gibson hit the uh, home run in the bottom of the eighth. And the, the funny story about that was, I don't know if you guys know that, was Sparky Anderson was telling uh, Kirk Gibson, he, he didn't want to walk you because, remember, Goose Gox didn't want to walk him because... Mm. He had told him, he's like, oh, I own this guy. I, I, I struck him out three pitch last and I faced him. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Sparky's in the dugout. If they don't walk him, I don't believe it. Sparky's going, they don't want to walk you. And Spark and Kirk goes, five bucks. Very first pitch he sees. They wow. had him mic'd up, didn't they? they yeah, had I remember Sparky was like, one. yeah, don't walk him. Don't yeah. walk him. You've seen that before, haven't you? Yeah, that was great. Don't walk him. <laughs> that was great. And then 84 times. They had, they, had they had three Hall of Famers on that team. Two of them are there. One of them. It's getting shafted, and I, I really Absolutely. don't know why. Trammell, Morris, and uh, who's the other one? Whitaker. Well, that was the last Tigers <laughs> no, wait, championship, Lou, Lou right? No, Whitaker's not 84. in the Hall of Fame. No, he's not. I just said he got shafted. Oh, he got shafted, and I don't understand why. Ozzie Smith is in the Hall of Fame, and his numbers are, are half Not as good as Whitaker, are. yeah. Yeah. The guy was a great team. That I don't know if he did he bang the commissioner's wife or something in that era or something. I don't <laughs> understand what's going on. He could have, but... Uh, Hollywood, I think you have that one as well, don't you? You have an 84 Tigers World No, Series I got team. that Red Wings one. You oh, got you got the yeah. Wings? That's my number five. Yeah, that was a great one. They won 104 regular season games that year, too. That was awesome. 
A fun fact, I found this out, was, do you know what the difference between the 68 Tigers and the 84 Tigers were? One more win and one less loss. Honest to God, they still Honestly, played 162 games? Yeah, season yeah, they had 105, uh, they had 103 wins and 57 losses in 60. They had one more win and one less loss in 68. Wow, and wow. Mickey Lolich. Denny McLean. Yeah, Denny McLean, yeah. And Al Kaline, Mr. Tiger. Well, you guys were all here to see that. I was born I was not here to see that. Yeah, but no. you know what? I read about it. Okay. <laughs> Hollywood, don't let us steal your thunder on that Red Wings. Yeah, Please interact with that Red Wings piece if you want to throw, because we share something. We could still share some of their thought process on some of these great Yeah, no, that was, I just remember that time because uh, we were on grass and it was loaded, you know, mm. and we were part. It was like I've never seen the fire. The fire uh, trucks came out. Had the red lights going. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it was. I've never. It looked like we were getting ready to go to war to Detroit. Yeah. Like I've never seen. You know, you see it grassing up and down grassy pack, but like this pack, people were walking chairs on the on grass. It. Everyone. Yeah. I mean, it was a standstill. People yeah. actually got out of their cars in the middle of grass. Oh, it was crazy. Walking was down grass. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And that's what you want to see. And that's that's because if you remember that. As much as we complain about the Lions, the Red Wings were just as bad for a long time. They oh, had the, some the horrible, Dead Wings horrible is what they used to call them yeah, back in absolutely. the early 80s. You when when Ellis fought, they were the Dead Wings. Yeah. They had some horrible decades, not just years. Yeah. They were, they were fantastic, man. Oh, Bowman, so yeah, Scotty where did Bowman come game. from? I don't remember where Scotty Bowman was from. I believe the Mon- Montreal uh, Canadiens. No, no, yeah. yeah. He, he was part of that big time when they won 10 Stanley Cups in Montreal. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. part of that whole area. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What a great man. And oh, yeah. he did some things. Remember, they they weren't happy when we first got here. Like when they traded Ray Shepard away and stuff, they were like, "What are you doing?" But but he, he had knew. a master plan. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he knew in the end. Yeah, Ray just wasn't flipping the bill, and uh, we're gonna go to <laughs> yeah. Stevie Y and. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> remember, I've always said and uh, and uh, and uh, and, uh, and uh, so and, and, so and, 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 and the tongue. Yeah, yeah. We, we did the wings together, brother. So you please, by all means, man. Do you think it's fair that he moves to his next one, Philly? If, or if we, you guys share one, we'll just keep going around. There we go, yeah, go man. All right. All right. So my 1996 Game Seven semifinal, Steve Eisman double overtime goal to beat the Saint. Louis Blues. It's an iconic moment that I'll never forget. Um, the hockey town days were all it was just amazing. What year was it? 96? 96. Yeah, we were looking was, at a framed Eiserman jersey on uh, <clears throat> the Philly sports wall over here. In the and new that's actually the year. That's what I asked for for Christmas. Because right then I was just like latched on to Steve Eiserman as one of my favorite athletes of all time. We did a show of our five greatest athletes in the past and he's one of them. He's and that's one athlete. of the, the biggest reasons why. I just love the way he conducted himself. He made big plays, but he also was just a great leader. And, um, class act, man. Yeah, oh, that, that goal I'll never act. forget because it was 0-0. It was game seven. Don't get any bigger than that. Even though they went on to lose to the Avalanche in the next round, that moment was iconic Could to me. Could you tell me who scored that goal on? Who was the goalie? Uh, Sell for? Uh, hold on, hold on. Um, we had him. What's his name? Uh, Mike, Vernon. Not, Vernon. Vernon. Mike, Mike Vernon, Vernon, right? No. Nope. Um, Shit. Uh, Casey. It's time. Oh, this right. is, he's Casey. Try, he's that's trying right. to stump the staff over here. We're not even having a stump the staff. Casey. This was a little. I can't help Thanks, myself. It's all right. No, 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 it's guy. all good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a memorable guy. That, yeah, that was a while ago, though, so I had to think about it. But yeah, it's a good call. Yeah, it was against Casey. So that's one of my favorites. From the blue time. line. That was shot from the blue line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember vividly. Awesome, man. 
Very cool. So um, on to me here, Philly. Mm -hmm. So it, I'm going to share this one. Uh, the 1984 Detroit Tigers winning the World Series. What uh, number is that? Four, uh, th four. This is yeah. This is number two. This is my fourth pick. Uh, beating the Padres again. Those iconic names: uh, Trammell, Kirk Gibson, George Sparky Anderson. One of the most iconic. I mean, he was like Tommy Lasorda, right? You know, you think of a sort of skipper like Jim Leland had that old school feel to him when he was here in Detroit. Look, right? I mean, isn't that the kind of gritty coach you want? The old crusty oh, yeah. dude that comes and out and starts bitching at the still smoking them cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love them, man. I love them. Not to, yeah. uh, not to bring another story, but I guess I always had a story. When I was in Lake, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was in Lake Florida. Me and my uh, daughter Carissa, and we went to go see. Uh, the Tigers at uh, Choker Martin Stadium. First, I thought it was cool. It was right on the corner of L. Line Drive and Willie Horton Way. Nice. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, we're walking outside the stadium, and I see these big dudes walking outside the main entrance, and I realized it was Jim Leland walking out. And I walked up to him, and I was like, hey, Jim Leland, because I had Carissa with me. And uh, he was nice as he, he took could a be. picture, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah, you sending me that. And, um, and he was nice as he could be, but what really tripped me out, because I'd, I'd never seen him before other than on TV, mm -hmm. and he really sounded like that in real life. Hey, man, how you doing? Please, me talk to you. I'm try. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> and it, was, it was like really, well, hey, how you doing? He has a camel non-filter in his mouth. Like, hold on a second. Uh, he, oh, he, he talked to us for 20 minutes, <laughs> and in that 20 minutes, I bet he smoked eight cigarettes to the point to where his third and fourth, he was taking the butt end of what he just Come said. Come on, man. The light in the next one. I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I realized, it was like, He's like, yeah, I can't smoke at a stadium, so I'm not going to get another cigarette again for a little while. <laughs> right, right. You got to get that fixed, in, man. Yeah, that old Jim Leland. <laughs> yeah, um, but you, you got to remember, there's also guys like Larry Herndon, Dan Petrie, yes. uh, Lance Parrish. Remember yes. uh, Tom Brookins. Uh, and and my, one of my favorite pitchers was... Senor Smoke, yes. Aurelio Lopez. Aurelio, Remember him? Aurelio he Lopez. was a big dude, man, but he'd get yeah. on the mound and he could just throw some heat, man. At the old Tiger Milt Stadium. Milt Wilcox. Milt Wilcox, yes. Dave Bergman. Dave Bergman, yes. the big first baseman, right? Tom Brookins. Brookins, he went Brookins. on to college. I can name the whole nine lineup. Yeah, and who caught the final out? Uh, and, Larry Herndon. Larry Herndon, very good. Nice. Can't see Chester Lemon. Freaking, uh, freaking C Rebel, man. So we shared that one. So who do we go to next? Over here to C Rebel? C Rebel, Rebel man. C Rebel is our right, number four. I got the 04 Pistons. I struggled this one, but it was such a surprise, the 04 Pistons, because we didn't expect it. I, everybody had the Lakers uh, killing Detroit. We, we, were, we were happy to be there. That's what I have down. It was the ultimate David versus Goliath story, dude. Yes. It was amazing. Yeah. Very good. That was awesome. Is that all you got, C-Rub? Your mind looks a little pickle over there, boy. No, no. I was That was a great turn of characters right there because what put us over the top that year was when we got Rasheed Wallace. Yeah. yeah. And he was like one of the greatest Detroit villains of all time. Remember that? We will not lose game two. Dude, who was, who was the sixth man that year? The sixth man was Darvin Ham. No. Adrian Daly? No. No. Adrian <laughs> <Danley>. <laughs> That's bad boy era. Yeah. Who was the sixth? The sixth man of the year. The starting five was Ben Wallace. Come on. Sixth man of Red the year, Brats. Corliss Williamson. Corliss Williamson. I heard yeah. all about Corliss Williamson. Remember Cliff Chuck Robinson, Chucky Atkins, bro? That team was so, it was just a great mash of characters, man. I loved it. And Tayshaun Prince. It. I loved Tayshaun Prince. Oh, yes. yeah. Tayshaun was sweet. He's yeah. a man. Do you, do you think basketball has the grit that those teams had back in those days? No. Hell no. I don't well, think they're as physical. The they're maybe more talented quotes. athletes, but well, yeah. they're not as physical. One of the greatest sports quotes I heard all the time was when he announced it. It was like, uh, he was like, uh, he goes, uh, 
a full house beats two aces all day, baby. Because remember when they had they Chelsea. had Kobe. It's got a little nice it's little, little audio clip for you coming up on that one, bros. But man, but that was exciting. That's even if you weren't a basketball fan during that era, you became a basketball well, five fan. Five years no prior to that, they were making it every year. They got closer every year. They got closer and yeah. before. And then they went to the Eastern Conference Finals for another six years after that. Yeah, that's still a record to this day. No team has ever went six. And you got to give Rick Carlisle a lot of credit for that team that he helped construct. But Larry Brown came in and kind of put him over the top. Absolutely, that that wisdom that he had. You know what I mean? Right. They hated him too when he first came. Larry Larry Brown was just really monotone. His press conferences were very similar to like a Bill Belichick. Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know we're. uh, we're doing our best now. They didn't right think now. he played the right way. For sure. But let's yeah. talk about that Lakers team they beat. Shaq, oh, man. Kobe, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, oh, yeah. Rick Fox. I mean, that team Wait. was just unbelievable. And that stacked. team was built to win a chance. That's pretty, pretty much all Hall of Fame. Let's get Carl right? Malone a ring. Yeah, yeah except for Rick Fox. Yes. And Derek Carl Malone's Fisher. only ring had to come from his daughter. <laughs> yeah, Derek Fisher went, went on to win. Yeah, how remember Cheryl Ford won for the Detroit Shock? Derek Fisher went on to win how many championships at other teams, too? Yeah, Fish, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was around. Yeah. Did any other team? Any, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> so, see, Rebel, me and you are going to share that one. Let's get it, dude. And, uh, <laughs> and that one, too. <laughs> John T. Billups was also the uh, finals MVP. Mr. Big Shot. Remember all those big shots he made that season? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He never got the credit that was deserved until he came to the I agree with you, Hollywood. He was a phenomenal player. They were going to lose game seven. Remember, he hit that that half-court shot to send him into overtime? Yes, yes. It was a a mosh pit of uh, misfits, basically. Ben Wallace, you know, I mean, Rip Hamilton. He was a cast-off from the Wizards. How awesome was Basin that year? I mean, he made his bones that year. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. They said Rip, Rip on a normal night would run nine miles on the court on a normal night. Yeah, I heard that In before. that offense. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. That's nuts, nuts man. Yep. Who figures that out? It's it's crazy. That's why they have all these statisticians. Like, wow. It's cra- How would you come up with that? Nine miles? Yeah. Well, I think he used to wear one of those, um, like a Fitbit almost uh, around his wrist. Dude, he was always running around the court in that offense. It was he had crazy. that fucking mask on because he broke his nose. Yeah, you know yeah. Right. Remember yeah. when there when was, when was seconds left to go, he's, he's waving it up in the air. Yeah, yeah. walking up. Oh, oh, dude, that was, that, was, that was just awesome, man. Yeah. That was. I'll never forget it. Man, we need sports like that right now, especially, I mean, I, I, these other cities Detroit are seeing it, but that. Detroit needs Detroit something to fan, root for. Detroit sports fans are like a bunch of alcoholics with moments of clarity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's really, yeah. You're right, you're right. <laughs> But it's a great sports It's brutal city. being a, but it's brutal being the Detroit sports fan. Struggling. Yeah. If hurts. they don't win, they Definitely don't. Hurts. We get drunk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hollywood, back to you, bud. Oh, uh, I got is. this one. I'm sure you all know this one. Uh, June 14th, 1998. Michael Jordan, game six, shoots his last shot, game winner to win it, and it's his last shot as a bowl. Utah? Yes, against um, Brian Russell. That's right. <laughs> Michael Buzzer Jordan meter? shot like shit the whole game. Was down there against Carl Malone. Was behind yeah, he was like him. Four, he was like four for nineteen. Yes, that was the was uh, behind him. He was gonna. He knew the move he was gonna make. That he was gonna come back door, and he swat him around, got the ball, stole the ball. That's how. If he never did that, he would have never won that game. That's true. And he hit that shot. That was at the end of Utah. You remember watching that? Just like 36 how, years old he was. It's amazing. 
Jordan was just something different. Man. Oh yeah, that's why I have him up there. Even though he's a Chicago Bull, the guy's amazing. Don Bowles. Now yes. wait a minute. Now we've had our opinions on this one. We got to throw this one at the sports nut over here. See Rebel. I'm it's, sorry, wait. I'm not. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. See Rebel. Kobe Bryant. I want to hear See Rebel or Michael Jordan. I gotta hear this. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant or his favorite LeBron James. Kobe Bryant. I'm joking. So you think Kobe's the best? Ever? You think Kobe out? You the think goal. he outnumbs those other two guys? Yes, I do. Kobe's my all-time favorite basketball player of all time. I'm sorry, I'm not a Michael jo- Jordan fan. I'm, I, I, I am. I am. Let me retract that statement. I don't think he's the goat, though. I, I I have argument hard time saying he was a goat. He did some amazing stuff. He had some goat-like plays that he could do. But as far as uh, the greatest of all time, it's a hot take. He's holding so, up world championships six. here, man. And he took, took how many years off? Came back, won another three. Come on, man. How do you top that? With, without a, a physical... Well, of course you score 50 points. This is a ball of 28 single times in a game. What the fuck is that? Without a specimen like Shaquille O'Neal, too. I mean, Scottie right. Pippen was instrumental in Jordan's success. I will say oh, that. Absolutely. And he's very undervalued. But you I got to say, there's been team. nobody Tony like... Kuko, hold on. There's been nobody like Shaquille O'Neal. Ever. In that position. In that position. You know, he could... And listen, Shaq I love is, Kobe. I do. That he, sense he my guy. How many times did Shaq throw a three-point up? You know what I mean? In that position for the big right. man center. You know what I mean? Right. So that's a different position altogether than right, what right. Jordan was doing. And, and, you know, Shaq has admitted that Michael Jordan would have ran around him. I couldn't keep up with the guy. There's he no could have crawled around him. Right. Hmm. But when, you, when you're talking Michael Jordan, you're talking a guy that had to go in the weight room. And he'll tell you right here, what made me great like this was them damn Detroit Pistons. Yes. Banging me in the middle. I had to get in the weight room. He admitted that, Hollywood. Yeah, he comes straight he out and said it was it. the Pistons yes. that drove him to get yes. better. Isn't yeah. that yes. something? Yep. He said and he was not physically ready for the Detroit no, Pistons. No, absolutely not. Right. The bad boys, nope. The physical game that I was just talking about, in today's NBA, they're talented, man. They're great players, great you know, three-point shooters. Totally but different from a physical standpoint, the Larry Bird arrow, you look at the – these guys weren't built like they no, are built no. today. They were just big – Bill Lamb beer come on my god this guy looks like he'd be a bouncer at a bar but yeah. he would he Rick would Bahorn, annihilate you look at Rick in, in the paint man he would tear you up man <laughs> michael jordan was throwing up vomiting everywhere 103 temperature in and playing the game with dehydration and put up 40 points crazy yeah and it's he crazy. said right there there's no other I man at the top of the championship he won the day his father died yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Something drives like Brett Favre did when he came in and played right. that game. Against his the Raiders. Died. Best game That's my all-time favorite. That game you're, refer- you're referring to is they said it was the flu game. It was actually food poisoning. Yeah, yeah. They called you yeah, out, but it got labeled the flu game. Yeah. Right. I did hear but that still. years later. And he said right there, they said, Michael, who do you see replacing you? He said, no one ever replaced. But the closest to him was Kobe Bryant. I agree. Kobe. When they show his movements... And they show Kobe, it's almost like you're taking something and you mess them like this. Their body, the way they move, oh, it's amazing. I loved Kobe Bryant. I, I loved him too. I, I loved too. Kobe. So I was so sad that day when I f- we oh got that news, God. man. If you do remember, there was a, there was a, a time, I, I don't remember exactly when it was, I believe it was like 2002, 2003-ish, where he, there was talk, he almost became a Detroit Piston. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Allen Iverson at one time, too, almost came here. Oh, Allen Lavers did come here. Yeah, he I'm, did I'm talking one. like during his prime. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He was 109 in basketball years at that point. You yeah. know the picture you got to get on this wall? It's the iconic picture. 
It's that one where Jordan's bent like this, and then Kobe's right by him. They're looking at each other. And they're to all oh, do that. That's my my son's bat. got it in his room. The oh. best picture yeah. ever. Yeah, isn't that Jordan something? Jordan and Kobe Bryant side by side. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that picture tells the whole story. It tells the whole story. Right? Yeah. It's iconic, man. My just buddy like, at work looks just like Kobe. I call him every day. Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hollywood, just like yeah. at Muhammad Ali, where he's standing over the guy, or staring down at him. Sonny Liston. I mean, come on. That he that's, explained the picture's fan. Picture's iconic. How he hit him. That's a that's a great one though Hollywood. So me and C Rebel shared the Pistons 2004, the Jordan food poisoning Jordan. game. Great job. So back to you, Grandmaster B. All right, man. So that was uh, a good one. So my next one I picked here, guys, is over 30 years ago the Lions entered the 1991 playoffs as a 12 and four football team. The Lions defeated the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry's Cowboys. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> In the oh. NFC division game, winning it. Correction on this, uh, uh, C Rebel, thirty-eight to six at the Old Pontiac Silverdome. Sadly, this was the last home playoff game for the Lions. Uh, the last one they hosted, uh, they moved on to the championship game against the Redskins, uh, one game away from a Super Bowl, right? And mm -hmm. only to lose to Washington, forty-one to ten. The same year, right guard Mike Utley suffered the career-ending injury and was paralyzed. Uh, and Brown, right? Brown. Reggie Brown. That, Reggie was, that Brown. was 2000. That was, no, that was 1997. That was right 97. Now. Okay, so my bad. Uh, so, anyways, this uh, this game uh, to this day, it was. I, I was at that game. I was very fortunate enough to be at that game, and that uh, I was there with my dad. And it was the loudest game I've ever attended. There was over 82,000 screaming fans in the excitement of winning. Again, we talk about what winning could do. We just talked about the Detroit Red Wings and what it does for cities and towns and how the excitement builds, man. To have a team like that, you know, it was just it was phenomenal. We had some right. flashy players, Barry being the main guy. But I'll never forget. Wow, we had a that, lot of good players you know? on the team. Benny Blades. Twelve and four. I mean, my gosh, to have a team right now. I mean, we're playing seventeen game seasons. But come on, man, I would love to see this come back. Do you know how many times that Kramer gets passed over? Yeah, and he was their quarterback. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Oh, I forgot about him. You know, they had a thing on him. He was he was messed up for a while too. We don't yeah, he was. Yeah, he was suicidal. And it was. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. Yeah, was I sad. That was sad. That. I'm like, yeah. Here was that. a. I'm not talking. A Cunningham, a Vic, or, or a, a Young, an yeah. average quarterback that had the skill, just put it together, took this team, and never got a whole lot of credit. Right. Mm -hmm. Everyone overlooked him because he filled in for, uh, what's his name, that was hurt that year. Um, he's married to the actress. I can't, I'm sad that I can't Rodney remember. Pete. Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Right? Yeah. Rodney Pete was injury prone that whole season. Kramer came in off the bench and took him right into that the playoffs and won the game. Rodney Pete. Man. Week six. Well, look at, I mean, Andre Ware. We can go back. Uh, who's Rodney, the guy from Andre Iowa? Andre That's what I got Chuck in an argument with the guy on, on Detroit Chuck Lions Long. thing. He's trying to tell me, go, go for the male guy. I go, listen, this is who this guy is. Do you remember Andre Ware? <laughs> that's who he is. Yeah, that's why we're not drafting a quarterback exactly. this season. Because there's exactly. nobody worthy out there. Hell, he could be a Tom Brady go late in the rounds and win. I'd seven, rather see that go, hey, shame Bowls. on me. But you know what? I, you did. You ever seen that list? There was a list. I don't know who who did it, but it was a list of quarterbacks that went in front of Tom Brady. And I had never heard of none of them. Yeah, like, oh, they're all second yeah. and third stringers. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. That was Most of them weren't even in the league in four years. Yeah. So that, that that was my number three. That's awesome. That's that's great that you're able to be there and experience that. Uh, I still amazing. have the ticket stub. I kid you not. I still have the ticket stub. I have the game day program sealed in a bag. It's um, I'll never forget it because it was with my dad, and that was a special. Oh yeah. I mean, he was excited. He's like, man. He I mean, he was cheering. We were cheering, and just so loud. You can't imagine eighty-two thousand screaming fans. It was just ridiculous. I've seen man. the Lions at home when they're. It had Joey Harrington on New Orleans Saints. 
Oh my gosh. Me and Uncle Scott sitting on the 50 yard line. It's horrible. <laughs> Piano <laughs> keys, Joey, oh, man. He, he didn't do us no favors. Sarah that's for Goose, sure. you look like a chocolate strawberry kind of guy. <laughs> 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 All right, see you, What you got next, Brad? Where are we at? We got uh, number uh, two. Number three. Number three. My my number three was when the wings went never. It's at Warren Lincoln High School <laughs> Education. <laughs> Today, Junior. Today. I, I had number one, the Red Wings at number three. <laughs> Winning the Stanley Cup. It's good one. All on pretty yeah. nice. Same We're place. fucking talking in circles. Hey, it's it, it's this, it's that. <laughs> we all got the same one. It's it's tough, man. But that, yeah, I got a personal was, one though coming up. That that was pretty good because uh, the lot the Lions. We've been talking like the Red Wings. We're actually underdogs in that series. They thought the Flyers were going to beat them in six with mm. the prediction in that. Yeah. Thank you for that. And remember, they gave up a late goal with like seconds left to go in that game. They gave up a late goal. You know what I mean? They were yeah. like, oh, no. Yeah. Well, they had a uh, – Flyers had a good team. Remember Keith Primo? Yeah. And, Primo. Um, Primo used to be Cameron Red Wing at one uh, Rod, Yes, he did. Rod yes. Brendamore. Remember, yeah. they had a really good yeah. team that year, too. Dude, we so. had an all-star team here. It was it was crazy. It's kind of like the Tigers we had when Scheiser and all these guys were here. and Scheiser. Max, <laughs> Max, Max Scheisler, Weasler. Scheiser. But you know what we were blessed with? You'll never have. A Russian five like we had. Dude, that's what I'm Ever saying. It won't happen again, especially that, now. That documentary they did about yes. the Russian five, about how, yeah. how they had to basically kidnap Sergey Fedorov to get him here. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Nuts. Very crazy. They had to literally sneak him out of the country to get him in here. Oh, it was crazy. So you had that one too, right? I did, yes, sir. Good. All right, yeah. good stuff. Hollywood, what you got, bud? Damn you. See, Rebel, you're going to like <laughs> this one. Damn you. <laughs> yes. Let's go back 16 years ago, my friend. Mr. Daniel. Kobe Bryant puts up 81 points in the Staples Center. 81, 81 points. 81 points. Never heard of it. Against the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> Toronto. You better remember if you say Baron George. <laughs> you know when they show you on the ESPN thing? You know they show you the court and they show you all the dots? Of all the places he took the shots, right? Scored. It was crazy. Yeah, like dude, that looked like a sprinkled donut at Tim Hortons, no yeah. doubt. It was, all over, dude. <laughs> it was unreal. 81 point, and he could have scored more than that. Yep. They got, but they started following him at the end. And in that, they were still, Toronto was still in the game. Stop whining. You're right. The Black Mamba. But that was all they had at the time. That's when the Lakers were really bad. Right. And he was still passing it. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And he scored 81. It was like quick. Yeah. So who has the all-time record in the NBA for the most points? Was it Wilt the State Chamber? Still, still Wilt, yeah, 100 points. But yeah. that was, Could you imagine 100 points coming out of but anybody But that was a knows? lot of free throws. Like, if you look up that, yeah. guy had to take like, 90% was of the shots. It was ridiculous amount Some of free throws. Some lambs were like this. <laughs> yeah. Right there. But, but they also didn't have a three-point line back then, right. too. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Actual actual audio when they ask Wilt about a three-point line. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> You're All up. right, good one, Hollywood. All right, so December 21, last game of the season versus the New York Jets. Both teams 9-6 and six and needing a win to make the playoffs. The Silver Dome was electric and sold out. Barry Sanders eclipses 2,000 yards, becoming only the third back to do so. Uh, just behind O.J. Simpson and Eric Dickerson. Lions win 13-10. Barry sh- shared the MVP that season with Brett Favre. I'll never forget it. I was with my grandpa, Grandmaster B., and uh, there was someone else there too. I forgot. I was there. Uh, it was my, it was my brother-in-law, um, oh, Mike. 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 That's Mike right. Yes, 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 yes. I got a picture of you standing on the field, dude. Dude, I just uh, unfortunately you obviously got the goosebumps, don't you, bro? You brought up uh, Reggie Brown. Yeah. You know, obviously that happened. That you took game. my number one. That's my number one. Just being there and able to see that live. Did you it was amazing. Did you say Brett Favre? 
Well, you know, Brett Favre is a great player, and, and I would like to talk about Brett, but I want to give flowers to uh, Barry because Barry, Barry was a great running back. Uh, maybe not as good as Emmett Smith. Right, right. right. Tell you me you don't miss that here. Tell me you don't miss that. I've got the no, I, I miss that. it, dude. Yeah. I mean, what, what we talk about, I mean, I don't want to steal what he's because I'm going to share that same one yeah, with you. Yeah, that was I, actually yeah, the next got, one. You got my number one. Uh, awesome, man. Yeah, amazing. The Lions went on to play Tampa that year in the playoffs, and they lost, but. Man, it was. Was it? Did you mention it was Trent Dilfer was the quarterback in Tampa when they played that playoff game? That was the year that Barry got to two thousand. It was Trent yeah. Dilfer. That, that was the next week, yeah. But this was the last game of the season. It was the last regular game but of the season. I, I looked that up, and when I was like, okay, they, I didn't realize they made the playoffs that year, and it was Trent Dilfer as the quarterback. That was his yeah. one and done moment, pretty much, right? No, he, he, won he went Bowl. on to win a they Super won the Bowl. Super Bowl. With the Baltimore. But after that, oh, he just, right. yeah, afterwards, just yep. kind of, yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah, I hate it with, I share that one with you, Phil. I think he threw for like a hundred some yards, and he didn't have to. You know what I mean? Defense, yeah. man. Yeah, had that defense. I just, I still can't remember. Tony Zaragoza. Been to some good games, but that game. I just I don't remember. It's, I it's, still see it in my mind. Like I have the memory. flashes of yeah. just looking up in the stands, like all these people going fucking nuts, dude. I, remember, I still remember Bryant Westbrook picking off a pass in the, in the south side of the end zone. Like I just remember it like it was yesterday. Oh man, because one of those said, games that I'll never forget. I had that as loud, my number loud James in '91. Maybe that game was loud, but that game that Barry ran oh, for my nuts. favorite part of the game. It's a, every game I've ever been to. My favorite thing to ever happen in a football game happened there. Yeah, with the referee what. We're trying to get a playoff. He needs cooperation from the defense. You got, that? It got even louder. Right, right. You got five All you did is you put gas on the fire with oh, the Detroit fans. So like, oh, quiet down my ass. He just Dude, got ten times louder. I saw him three fights. I'm like, hey, guys, this is pretty cool, guys. I'm looking around. Like, oh, I got my bag. Fucking amazing. I love that. was my favorite part of the game when Big one The defense is going to be charged a timeout. Yeah. Yeah. So we share that one, man. So we can move on to uh, C Rebel. Take your number uh, four. We're on number four for you, right? Yeah. No, number two for me. Two. Oh, oh yeah. This He's is going in reverse order. Yeah. Okay, got you. Yep. Mine was 1989 Detroit Pistons. I was 12 years old, beating the Los Angeles Lakers in four games when I heard all through school and the whole week we weren't going to win a single game. We might win one to go five. And Joe Dumars became Joe Dumars to me in that game. Yeah, Joe D. Joe D. Man, that was that was great. Twelve years old, twelve year old kid. There was nobody bigger to me than the Detroit Pistons. I have that, that as an that honorable. Was so big, yeah. awesome, very good. It was our very very first championship as a Piston. Do you remember all the players cool. on that roster? Sure yeah. do. Name them off because I have a few written down here. Isaiah Thomas, Bill Lambeer. Boom. Uh, Zeke, uh, James Buddha Edwards. There it is. Uh, Rick Bahorn. Uh, and my, my favorite was the last guy. Adrian Dantley and Vinny Johnson. Vinny, Andrew Dantley was not on the team. Adrian Dantley. Yeah, he came later. No, he came later. He, no, he, he got booted off. That's right. Yeah, that's for, right. Oh. for Mark Aguirre. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Okay, who was the last guy I'm talking of? I just want to see you guys know. Dennis Rodman. I'll give you a hint. No, John, uh, John Sally? No, no, John Long. No. Joe no Johns. No? You said, no, microwave. I didn't hear you said yeah. it. I'm sorry. That was my favorite. That was my favorite player as a kid. <laughs> that I didn't hear you got hearing problems. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited. I know what I didn't hear you say that. Kenny Johnson. I love Kenny Johnson. <laughs> He's a little pickle. No, that's good. The though. Boy, Vinny was the microwave. Yeah, the great mi- I love the yeah, microwave. Dangerous from the outside. Remember the year later? Remember how we got the nickname 007? 
No, I don't. I you don't remember, remember that? No. And the very next year when they went and played the, in the NBA Finals against the Portland Trailblazers, remember he threw the shot up with two seconds left and went went in with oh, .7 seconds right. left yeah. to yeah. win the second back-to-back one, 92-90. Yep. Man, good that's memory. That's awesome. Yes. I have my moments. No, that's very good. You're a walking encyclopedia of sports. That's why you got him on this this podcast. He's right, good right. at it, man. Yeah, Absolutely. It's great. I'm like, I'm a, I'm like, I've always been a stat guy. Oh, no, that's great. I'm like the Forrest Gump of Detroit sports. Yeah, hey, I used to be like that so often. You're making me brush up. I got to go back and make sure yeah. I refresh myself. Pin yeah. you guys against each other one day and just yeah. kind of have like I a love sports I've had, I've had guys do that. Oh, I could beat you. I haven't taken out right out yet. Come yet. on, Cletus, come, come on. on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. Hollywood good stuff. Oh, I got a good one right here. I got um, down there. September eighth, nineteen ninety eight. Mark McGuire. What's good about it? Passes Roger Maris for the home run. And uh, that was that, a fun time. The night before, an asterisk. On maybe his dad's birthday turned Not maybe, sixty-one years old. It. Was 61 years old, his dad turned, and he hit his 61th home run. Oh, oh wow. I do remember the time, that. Now. And then the next day, he comes back and beats his with a 341-foot shot That's for 62. Right. I forgot about that. Yep. Who was yeah, he going to race awesome. with that year? Do you remember who he was going to race Sammy with? Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. Sammy and Sammy. Well, I'm and brushing up over here. Yeah, here we go. Then, Fuck I it. He's going to show. we got to right. get game back, right, right, right. And then by <laughs> September 27th, when he hit that 70th home run, with all the lights flashing in the stadium, 70, dude. Jesus. That was wild. Sosa had 66. He hit 70 that year. Yeah. There's a bunch of asterisks. Were they juiced by that as far as I'm concerned? Uh, Were well, they come juiced? on. You Barry still Bond, can't say it wasn't Sammy fun to Sosa, watch, though. Oh, it was a lot, yeah, but I don't goes think on. it was real. Baseball yeah. created I think it was that. manufactured. They created that. Maybe, yeah, because yeah, it brought a I lot agree. of the dollars. I, I agree with that. Stop whining. It a lot of dollars. It did bring it a little. And they ain't giving none of that money back, C-Rebel. Baseball no. was at the height of its popularity at that point. Tell me, so. no matter where you were at, when that game came on, Sosa was playing or McGuire, you weren't locked on that. I time. was You're, locked he's on. Right. I mean, you were right. That was a very popular time for yes. MLB. I mean, people, there was excitement, and people want to see that. Do you think the commissioner of baseball didn't know that was going on? Oh, absolutely. hell yeah, dude. Well, they should have. They would just kept their mouth shut and kept it going. Yeah. Baseball would probably still be at the pinnacle. <laughs> they no, changed the ball for the flight. Oh, it, it, baseball. It's that's, a scam. That was it, Jose Canseco. They say that's the one who brought all that stuff into baseball. Yeah, he was an ass. Right. He ran. Yeah. He's a rat. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because hey, you know we do the rats upstate. Though. You know you yeah. have to do a Tecano's rats. I don't believe it because they kind of use him as a scapegoat. Gajon. <laughs> and then when they use him as a scapegoat, oh, we'll just put it on Jose. He said, oh, he was the bad seed. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, let me tell you. See, Rebel, take care. Brush your fucking hair. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to, hey, we'll see, Rebel, take him upstate. <laughs> We'll take him up in a Crown Vic. How you doing? <laughs> Why am I driving this Crown Victorian? Thumps in the trunk. All right, where are we at here? That was you, right, Hollywood? Yeah, I got one more after this. That's it. That's I got one more. All right, this one, it's going off the beaten path, but always special. We were there, Joe Louis Arena, Monday Night Raw. Damn you. The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus the New World Order. One of the biggest Raw main events ever, they say, and it was right here in Detroit the week before WrestleMania. It was awesome. Let's get it, dude. Another electric atmosphere that only a wrestling fan would understand, but... It was just—it was cool to be there with family and friends. And remember, we stayed for the time. end. You were at that. Even yeah, that's awesome. What they were doing in the ring Loved after. It. Remember that we stayed all the way to the end. Oh yeah. Yep. You ever been to, you've been to a wrestling match before. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. TV does those guys no justice. They're huge. Oh no, it's it's crazy. The first time I went, I took my youngest son, and the first guy that came out was the Undertaker, and I had no idea how big that oh, dude yeah. was in real life. He was like I was six like, seven or something. He's a monster, holy man. Six ten. Six ten. Yeah. Wow. I walked. Beast. He walked by us. I got, got a pecker so big he could kick a slap shot with it. Shorts a cock. Shorts a cock. Crazy how big some of them guys are. No, it's it's nuts. Yeah, you're right. In the ring too. Actually, the ring looks bigger on TV, but yeah. It's, it's really right. not. Yeah, you see TV it does those guys no justice. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. I still go once in a while. I went with a buddy to Monday Night Raw when he was here, but it's like back then we wanted to stay to see all the extras, me and him. He's got a young baby at home. Actually, Andrew, that was on the show, and he's right, like, bro. Right. It's uh, watered it's down that time talent, to go, man. You know? It's yeah, not just, as exciting as it used no, to be back in the day, are, man. It's not oh, the same. Gee, You're never going to have a rock or a Stone Cold Steve Austin like like you did back then. That's something even like then was a fantasy match because you never thought you would see it. Right, because... You had the, WWF and WCW. So for them to come together and have that yeah. was just awesome. When did we go to that one? We went to the uh, one, I think it was a couple years ago at the Little Caesars. Okay. So we're we're right there in the front row, down by the camera, and this lady was bitching. Can you move the camera? She wouldn't stop. So oh, Corbin yeah. goes in the ring. We're like, oh, come down here. So I'm looking over... Hey, Philly, brothers here, what would we do if they came in the ring right here? What are you going to do? He's like, I'll get up and start hitting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run. Ring. I'm going to run. But we're, we're trying to ask, what happens if he comes this way? He comes, you know what I mean? He starts messing with us, you know? It would have been funny because the dream is always to go in that ring like that, you know? Right, right. To be a wrestler, to go in there and be like, wow. You know, yeah. like one of them fans that get picked out of the crowd and they go in there, you know what I mean? So it was kind of cool. Roman I, Reigns is huge, though. Yeah, he's a beast. Oh, Roman Reigns is huge. Roman Reigns is a big yeah. dude, yeah. yeah. Remember Brock, uh, Brock Lesnar, too. Brock Lesnar was, was, was a big dude when he first came out. Yeah. I've heard that's a really terrible lifestyle, that they the traveling and stuff they do. Oh, it's a hard, hard, hard life, man. Yeah. And uh, they say it's like uh, like a fighter almost. Like once you're out of training, you go home, you get a little soft, you know? Like you're not, you're not in it, you know what I'm saying? So... Like uh, they're, like Becky Lynch, like she took time to go have a baby, right, you know. Right. Like she came back, body's different. She doesn't have the same flow. You're just out of rhythm. Their career's not the same anymore, you know. You've, and the you've money lost that he was, McMahon, McMahon's not the greatest as a you know of owner to maybe some of them, but the money these guys were like, dude, I was making 150 bucks a night. Yeah. So when I was Dad, studying I this and this and it, he wasn't taking care of. Well, you get <laughs> Chaz makes that an hour and a half. You know what I mean? I mean, you're, you're not. Randy Orton's like, I got to get to the next destination. <laughs> right. And they didn't have enough gas money to yeah. get there. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? It was just crazy. That was the respect same way. on my name. If you talk about, like, Motown Records, Barry Gordy can make the same argument for it. He made millions off of these uh, guys that made nothing. He paid them peanuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay me $100 and sing a song? Yeah. Great. The documentary about Motown and all that, that was part of that. It's amazing how some of these people got ripped off, you know? Wow. Big time. And yeah. That's why I'm, these agents nowadays, they get these big contracts. They're making big times. Oh, yeah. They take Absolutely. 10%. Yes. They're, they're set. Well, back then it was no, oh, you're going to put my album on the radio for $10? Mm. Where do I say? Right, right, right. Meanwhile, Barry was getting rich. Yeah. All right, Grandmaster B, back to you. So my final one, my most uh, memorable was my senior year playing high school football and going 6-3 and three to close out my playing career. I wasn't going to go off to college. I wasn't going to go play anywhere in the great, pros. Great season. Uh, the group of men I played with uh, – uh, shaped a lot of who I am today. Um, we were a bunch of misfits, basically, from all styles of life. We had jocks, you had burnouts, you had nerds, you had preps, <laughs> we had white and black. We were kind of like, you know, the Sandlot League of, of players, man. But uh, we worked in harmony, 
and we played our hearts our every game. Our coach, uh, Brian Bleasdale, rest in peace, yes. always made sure we believed in ourselves. More importantly, uh, we believed in each other. Um, it, it was a brotherhood that started way back in our freshman years. We built our foundation on our failures because we weren't very good. And as we progressed through our, you know, sophomore, junior, and up into our senior year, uh, we begin to trust each other. And uh, bearing, uh, beating our crosstown rivals in our final game, uh, we beat our crosstown rivals who just kicked our ass year after year, and they, they owned us. Uh, my final game, you know, it was 29-7 win. We dominated the conference. Uh, it was the highlight of my high school years, memories for life. And one of the great uh, highlights for me, besides winning and having a winning record, the most winningest record ever in that school's history until they changed the name, then it became School of Choice, and you get everybody to come in there. And I think, Hollywood, yes. you mentioned that. Um, we owned it. We owned yes. it, and had we had played in modern time now, 6-3, and three, we'd have been off to the playoffs. We were only beaten Absolutely. by a couple schools like Gross Point North, and I believe it was uh, Anchor Bay had a really good team back then. And uh, we played in the old Pontiac Silverdome. I, had to, I got the opportunity to play yeah, in the Silverdome. Yeah, I think Dome. with Marine City, you guys lost. That was Marine your worst City game was a bunch had. of farm boys back yeah. then. It was like, oh, we're playing these farm boys. And, I mean, these guys had necks, like, just like tree trunks. They were monsters. But I got to play defense uh, for the first time in my play, ever in my career. And I said, Coach, man, this is my last game. I said, let me go play defense. I played the last series on defense, and I had two sacks. Really? He pulled me by my face, face mask. Goes, fucker! I didn't know you had that in you. I should have had you playing linebacker. Wow. And I had two sacks, and they called my name on the speaker at the old Memorial Stadium. That's awesome. And I played with Vince. I mean, I played with all these guys, and I still stay in touch with most of these guys for the most part. But those are memories you can never take away. Just like winning championships, whether it was, you know, the Red Wings or the Tigers or. Any sports team, for sure. you have that memory for your life, mm. and you can't. No one can take that away from you, right? Absolutely. So that was my number Who one. Who was the announcer? Remember the announcer? Uh, he was the, the teacher. I think it was Marv Elbert. No, yeah, no. Yes. he just got another yes. sack. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I think it was. Uh, I can't remember his name. I. Oh my god! I, uh, uh, now you're gonna make me it. think. We'll have to do that one off. He had the glasses. Uh, wasn't Ron Wengerd? Was it? No, no, no. Um, kind of laid back guy. Oh, I, I I can picture him in my in my head right now, but I can't think of the I'll, name. I'll for the I remember of this guy. He's but, so funny. Dude, we had name. we had stands full of people. Yes. Like it wasn't. He's like, like uh, I'm he in, goes uh, Rubio's pass to Captur yeah. for the touchdown. <laughs> Sixteen yards down. Alfano for, for a six yard yeah. run yeah. up the middle, first down. I mean, this guy was Remember, just something uh, else. Sounds like, like Ben Stein. Sounds like Ben Stein. Yeah, on the tackle. Get everybody's Bueller. names hacked. I mean, the guy knew all of us he because was he was always in our. You know, yes. we, he was a teacher, yes. but he'd hack everybody's name. Yes. But yeah, that was like man. And I know uh, Philly, you're a coach, and you played the game. Uh, Hollywood, Chaz, I know you were in competitive dance. I don't know if that really counts, but I... I uh, hey, it's cutthroat, man. Cutthroat. <laughs> Damn you. You know I'm playing, man. But, uh, yeah, dude, that was like I thought about that, number one, and I'm like, man, I got to be selfish and take that one that I had over 30 years. That was a moment. No, that was no, a there, moment, there's no man. doubt. When you're talking Sports Friday moment. night yeah. at Memorial Field, yeah. it was like half of the city was, was shutting down. They were at that game. It was crazy, man. Was, you know, like nuts. how they say like certain people, like, you know, like the, what is it? The Texas fan base has big gods. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm going to find a picture as we're talking and I'll find it here. But I have a picture of the last game we played 
at that stadium. This was the last picture with the group of men that we played. I with. still drive by there. This isn't and, the place uh, in East Point, is it? No, no this is this okay. is this is uh, this was Road. the final game we took. That was the picture we took on yeah, the sweet. Uh, yeah. right on awesome. the field. That was the whole team right there, and uh, that was that was it right there, man. Very that cool. Was it. Yeah, so that was my number one right Le there, fellas. Fleur. Moments you'll have forever. <laughs> yes, sir. Love yes. it. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. C Rebel? My number one, we talked earlier, was uh, Barry Sanders uh, running for 2,000 yards in a game. Yes. And if you remember right about that game, Reggie, the Reggie Brown thing was terrible. But yeah. Barry was not playing well that whole entire game yeah. up until about uh, eight, nine minutes left to go in the fourth quarter and they start feeding it. Right. Then you get the 2,000, 1,199, get a three-yard loss. Remember, he was only maybe, I think, just under 40 yards shy of breaking Eric Dick Dickerson's ready, but he took a— Yep. Eric Dickerson's record, but he took himself out of the game. Yes, because he wanted—he well, he was comfortable, you know, breaking the yes. two thousand. Well, no, it, it actually, that's that's not. not that was a rushing that, record. That, that was a right, because uh, he he broke two thousand yards on a three-yard running play to the two left. Two-yard, two-yard running game in the next one. It's going to be in my montage. He went fifty-three yards the next play. The very next play after he broke it, he went fifty-three yards, and the next play after that, they took a knee. The very next play after that, they took a knee. That's you're right. You're right. Yep. Usually the case. When so you shared that. Time. You <laughs> shared that one. We shared that one. Damn Hollywood. I think you rounded out right here. Is this the final one right here? Too? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah. This was uh, July. Don't be ashamed, Billy. A lot, of, a lot of people failed trying to stump me. You probably know this. There's boys. Minds, damn people. you. The fuck is that? I'm not, I, I got one more. By the way, we're talking July seventh, nineteen ninety six. Bash at the beach, brother. We got Lex Luger, Sting, and Savage <laughs> with the Outsiders, Paul and Nash. Here he comes. Here comes the Hulkster. Is he the third man? Is he the third man? He leg drops Savage. And then there you go. The NWO started. Hogan turned over to Hollywood. Right. And it ripped from there. He was the third man. That was the start of it. Yeah, and they definitely. threw all that shit in the ring, dude. God, they made a ton of money. Come here, that, Mean man. Gene. <laughs> mean Gene. And mean that's what it was right. crazy. Remember what he said? He's all you fans can stick yeah. it, brother. Yeah, all you fans can <laughs> stick it, brother. I do remember that. Remember Mr. Fuji? Going way back. Remember oh, Mr. Yeah, Fuji? Yeah. Yeah, but how, how a good man like that, like the Hawkeye, everyone loved. They was like, just could turn. And he got away with it and made both sides great. He did, he did the unthinkable. The and unthinkable where they tried to get He became a heel and made a heel great. He changed the game. Yeah. 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 Changed the rules. Yeah. Yes. It was unreal, man. Another one that people don't understand what it really was a part of all that was Eric Bischoff. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. He was a master behind mine behind a lot of that. For sure. But he, again, with great success comes a lot of greed. He got too greedy. Yeah. He started giving all this guaranteed money to these guys and biting mm -hmm. off more than he can chew, and eventually the bottom fell out. But well, that's you're how right. By him doing that is what allowed Vince McMahon to end up buying a WCW because of all the guaranteed money he gave out. <laughs> and yeah. do you know that yeah. turned out? Sting was supposed to be the third man yes. and turned it down. I did hear that, yes. Turned it down. Here you go, Hollywood. In the world today, you wear that WCW belt around your waist. And you know what? That makes you the only world's heavyweight champion. And I'm here to take that belt. That's why I'm here. Let me tell you something, Luger. Second, before you jump the gun, no. hold on just one second and let me finish. And then you'll have your peace. Just let me finish. I've been down the same roads as you. I've been where you've been. I've beaten the same people you've beaten. I am sick 
and tired of playing around with kids. I'm here to get it on with the big boys, and that means you. And I don't care whether it's next month, next year, or five years <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to get oh, my man. shot. You see this, brother? This is the WCW heavyweight title, brother. I'm the champion, and that's the way it's going to stay forever and a day. I know where you've been, brother. You've been playing games. I'm going to have to give you your due, brother. I know when you started and how long you've been at it, brother. But when you come in the WCW, when you get in Hulk Hogan's face, brother, there's thousands of Hulkamaniacs, brother, that are going to stand behind me each and every bit of the way, Luger. So as far as I'm concerned, brother, as great as you may be, you don't have to prove nothing to me, brother. You don't have to wait till next week. Love it. You don't have to wait till <laughs> brother, next week. That's when it was fun, man. Right. It was entertainment, dude. I mean, yeah. gosh, that was great. God, Love man. that, man. Amazing. Turning point in sports. Very much so, Ooh. man. All Good right, one, so uh, my last one, this one's... Uh, Grandmaster B, you got to give a shout-out because I believe uh, I got the tickets from you. So uh, Week 10, 2014, during that great season Lions had versus the Miami Dolphins, great back-and-forth game. Oh, my, the picks, goal line. block yeah. kicks, and a 40-yard bomb from Stafford to Johnson. Uh, Lions ended up winning 20-16 to on an incredible sidearm TD pass from Stafford to Theo Riddick. Uh, the best part of this game, and the reason it's iconic, is because I got to share it with my son. And that was my son's first football game. Word and up. it was an amazing game. So, um, yeah, he ended up getting a, a player's towel and a glove. So, overall, just an awesome experience, man. Yeah. So that's, that's one of my favorite sports moments. Good, good. Those were some terrific fives. We shared a little bit of everything, but I like to play a little montage I put together here, guys. Let's take a listen to this. Gives him 2,000, 131 today. Sanders is as modest a superstar as I have ever met in all of sport. Well, Dick, I think that's what makes it so great. He's so modest, such a good player. And to accomplish this with his style and the size, you know, Barry Sanders, such a small running back, it, it just seems so improbable. And that's what makes it such a wonderful sport. Trying to add to 2,000, second and eight. Oh, 
the pitch. He swings as a long drive to right, and it is a home run for Gibson. A three-run homer. The Tigers lead it eight to four in the eighth inning. Back at first, the pitch. He swings on this. A fly ball to left. Here comes Herndon. He's there. He's got it. The Tigers are the champions of 1984. They race on the field to Bob Hernandez. The Tigers have won the World Series. They are the champions of the world in 1984. Going to fly ball left wow. field is wow. deep. It's way back. The Tigers are going to the World Series. I think it's coming around. I'm, I'm believing it. I hope the so, one man. I want to see, before, I, I've seen pretty much all of it. The one I want to see is the Detroit Lions go to a Super Bowl. Absolutely. Winning it is beyond my wildest dreams. I'm just going to leave it right there. AC Rebel. Picture this. Picture this. It's the end of January. It's Super Bowl weekend. And we're going to watch the, the opponent, no matter. We're going to watch the Lions. It brings a tear to my eye just thinking about that moment. AC Rebel. You said it was a dream of yours, right? Dream on, dream on. See Rebel. Yeah. <laughs> so, if that's your dream, if the Lions were to win it, tell me how you would announce it. How would I announce the Detroit Lions? Tell us on the mic. The one of the only two teams in NFL history to go 0-16 and, <laughs> and then finally get to a Super Bowl. That's it? Damn you. Waiting all these years. Damn you. <laughs> Well, I love Dan Miller, dude. Yeah, oh, Dan Miller. Yeah. I love Dan Miller. Do you remember when, um, do you remember Dan Miller? You want to call Dan Miller quote? Remember when uh, Matthew Stafford uh, fake spiked the ball in the game? And, and uh, Dallas, Dallas Cowboys, yes. Did he get in? Yes, sir, he did. Yes, sir, he did. Detroit Lions. Oh, Megatron, you are amazing. But. Yeah. I just want to throw met Dan Miller a couple of times with uh with Grandmaster B. Let me tell you another story I mean, that this guy did to me one time, but actually it was me that did it, but he just helped Damn me do you. it. We were at Lining's training camp one day and they were giving all this free stuff to uh, families, right? Oh, it was yeah, only shit. in the VIP part of the lounge, right? So I snuck me in uh How the hell did you get in VIP? Well we snuck in we snuck in there. <laughs> and how we snuck in there was uh is uh, Grandmaster B was going, you know what I want to do? I really want to check out that wide receiver from uh, UCLA. And C Rebel is my name. Come and he's on. Like, and he's going, C Rebel. And he's got this He's got this book of players. And this dude's going through the book of players. <laughs> <laughs> Today, <laughs> Junior? He's, like, he's on there. I'm telling you, he's on there. He's a wide receiver from UCLA. He's really good. I'm getting all this free stuff. I'm signing players. That I'm sounds like a Master B move, though. <laughs> I had to distract him. It's the whole idea to get this kid distracted so he would think that he's really on the roster. <laughs> I'm getting, fucking awesome. Meanwhile, I'm getting my picture taken with Nate Burleson. <laughs> He's in the player's tent with the wives. I'm like, where'd he go? He's sitting there over talking to Nate Burleson's wife. No way. Oh, yeah. He's one of my favorite players. Damn you. Damn you. So, Phil, you had something to say. I look no, over. Let's go, I, let's go around. Go ahead. Finish the, your thought. But I look over. Clearly, you're I, not done. I look over and I think this is over right now. Today, Junior? And he's still got this guy 
20 minutes later, picking up another book, looking for another book. Where is Obama? Yes. C-Rebel. It was so hilarious. You're a legend, C-Rebel. Damn you. Damn you. That was a good one. That was a good one. Well, well, B, since this was your fives, great job. Uh, Go ahead. Let's kick it around for some honorable mentions. You got any or no? I got a couple. Damn you. My one was uh, Justin Verlander's no-hitter against the Milwaukee Brewers. Remember when he did that <laughs> no-hitter in Detroit? Oh, yeah. That was very, very cool. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I liked it. Did you say you had two? Did yeah, I had that one, and when he when he, when he he almost did it again against the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Thank Remember, you for that. He had a perfect game going into yeah. the ninth inning, but then walked the guy. Yes, yes, yes. Only yes. get the no-hitter. Yep. Good that one. was an ornamental I thought was pretty cool. And the other ornamental I had was when uh, Miguel Cabrera won the triple ground. I thought that was real special. That was cool. Especially he was in Kansas City when they pulled him out of the game early. Yes, yep. And I remember, and the Kansas City Royals fans gave him a standing ovation yeah. because they knew he was good. I thought that was a really, really cool moment. That was a great moment. Triple crown, that's only happened a few times. Yeah. I seen a thing on YouTube. It was Tom Selleck, and he was ne- mentioning all the uh, – Triple Crown winners, and the last one I came to was like Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, pretty good company, Miguel. Yeah, absolutely. That, that was pretty cool. Those are my honorable mentions. This one's not. Um, it's a little bit different, but it was after everything he went through. Uh, Tiger Woods coming back and winning his fifth Masters. Absolutely. In that moment with thank you, know, you very much. That's really nice. Thank h- you. Hugging his son and stuff like that. Yeah, it just I don't know. It got to me a little yeah, bit. That I was cool. That, that was very cool. Twenty-two yeah. years after his first one to come, you know, all the shit. It just yeah, those comeback cool. stories are special. Did yes. you watch his uh, Hall of Fame induction into the uh, I did. Golf Hall of Fame? That was a touching moment. I actually I seen a special on one part of it that where remember when he won the first one and he walked up and he was hugging his dad. Yeah. Well, they put that video side by side when he. Won his last one and he was rocking him hugging his son and he yeah. showed both of them amazing that was pretty cool yeah i thought that was pretty cool it's pretty dope and then um just a couple personal ones shout out to my jv east side eagle boys when we went undefeated and won the championship there you go that's um, right that was a very special moment and uh my little league white Sox junior sports team finally uh we struggled beating this one team the tigers and we actually won and then uh, all my softball brothers won like i think eight total championships Boys, it is time for the Who Said It. Uh, Hollywood, you got your phone on you this week, Tamia? Tamia. Tamia. How you doing? <laughs> I do. How you doing? What we need to explain the rules, though, Phil. <laughs> yeah, just so see Rebels in tune. So um, I'm going to give you a quote. I'll give you guys up to three hints, and you got two minutes to guess it. My right. goal is to try to stump you guys. Good, because I'm not even looking at it. I'm going to stump you. Damn you. Damn you. Damn you. Damn you. So, B, we got an actual clock. We good? We do have a clock. So, one minute uh, is, is all its hints. And then the final minute, as quick as you can Google, yes. remember the question and come up with the answer before the two minutes. <laughs> Ready, set, go. All right. Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not. Okay. What's a hint? Crickets. 
Non-athlete from Mass. From where? From Mass. From Mass. Massachusetts. Can I hear it again? Sure. Unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing is going to get better. It's not. Male or female? Mark Wahlberg? No. You said Mass. I'm thinking Mass. Boston. Uh, Brady. Non-athlete, he said. Non-athlete. Yep. From Mass. Let me know when you're ready for another hint. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, yeah, give us that second hint. No longer with us. You know I had to bring it because obviously you guys have been killing my quotes. No yeah. longer with us from Mass. Well, Just James is very from good Mass. at getting these really quick. He's, yeah. He's a superstar. Sean Penn, Mystic River. No, Mystic sir. River. From Mass. All right, we're at the one-minute mark. We can free to Google, so... Uh, I've already said it twice. So I'm not going to say it again. Yeah, 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 you can't uh, say it again. But no longer with us is no longer. Uh, many job titles. Many job titles. One of them was as a poet. Mark Twain. Uh, it's a good guess, but no. How old would this person have been? Um, good question. Williams. Williams. Uh, the comedian. Robin. No, sir. Robin no, sir. Not a comedian. Okay, we're at okay. a minute and twenty-five. We got um, five seconds left before we hit buzzer time. C. Rebel was the closest so far with Mark Twain. So it wasn't Mark Twain. So. Paul Revere? No. 140, 20 seconds. Died at 87 years old. Einstein? Humperdink. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> no, it's not Humperdink. Engelbert Humperdink. <laughs> see, see, Rebel. Seconds. Come on, guys. I, am I going to stump the staff on there? It looks yeah. like you're going to stump. It's Dr. Seuss, damn you. Oh, Dr. Seuss, oh. damn you. Canceled. <laughs> damn you. Wow. One, one question stumps the staff. That's good. That's I, had good. To, I had to bring it back because I've been getting killed on these, so. Wow. So, damn uh, you. Very good. So we're are we ready on. to move on? Yeah, we are into the this or that. Stumps. <laughs> said if I get married that will be the song that I come down that aisle <laughs> yes but will, will will the fan club be there to support this uh this styling and profiling oh, yeah, hey. and profiling let's get it dude we got the this or that sea rebel damn you let's go <laughs> damn you Something sea rebel <laughs> for a year you cannot have. Would it be bubble gum or candy? For a year I can't have bubble gum or candy. Which one? Mm. You only get one. Bubble gum. You could give bubble gum up for a year. No problem. And eat candy. And I could eat candy for a year. I'm never really a big bubble gum guy, so that's uh Okay. But I'm a big candy guy. Are we okay. talking any gum? Can't be no gum. 
Okay. No gum. Oh, so no gum. I'm Your taking, breath could stink. I'm taking the gum, man. I'm taking gum. Can't let my breath stink, you know what I mean? I, I love candy, too, though, so it's very hard, but... Yeah, you get that... I'm not a huge sweet tooth like I used to be, so, yeah, I'm going to go uh, gum. I got to keep gum. I'm going to say I need that gum. Gum and your... Gum. Gum, okay, yeah. unanimous. Candy I can give. It'd be hard, Yeah. but, yeah, I can do it. I wouldn't even miss it that much. That's why that was an easy one. Gotcha. Yeah. Grapes or strawberry, which one would you give up for Strawberry. Oh, no, grapes. I'd give up. I'd give up grapes. Not a grape man, so strawberries. So these have been too easy ones for me. Kind of knew you were a strawberry kind of guy. <laughs> 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 I kind of walked into that. <laughs> hell, I ran, ran into that one. <laughs> Master B. I'm going to give up grapes. I love strawberries. He's a strawberry guy. <laughs> I'm a strawberry guy, man. I'm a strawberry guy. Philly. I'm a strawberry guy, too, dog. <laughs> 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 Take it to the house. As, as much as I like strawberries, I had a damn grape that was big as my nut today. <laughs> <laughs> and Nino Savaggio. Even more the reason I'm giving up. Put some respect on my name. They were Let's so get it, good, dude. the green ones. I mean, they were that damn big, dude. That's I love them. <laughs> I'll never look at a green grape the same again. We'll be looking at green. But there goes Hollywood's nut, bud. Hollywood's been here, bro. <laughs> How about this one? For one mile, you either walk in the in the uh, cold snow barefooted, or you walk on the black pavement barefooted for one mile at a hundred degrees. Ooh, that is a Ooh, good one. Which one? Right. Which one? Oh, that motherfucker! Fry an egg. You got to walk one mile barefooted. That's a Snow? Damn. Or 100 degrees on a blacktop. That is tough. I'm going to have to go snow, though. Because that hot man, ooh-wee. Ooh-wee, that's going to hurt. The lesser two evils, I mean, yeah. I'd have to go with snow myself. Either yeah. way, you are not going to be happy at the end of that mile. No. Uh, your feet are going to be frozen like ice blocks. Well, damn you, you won't feel them, damn you. Yeah, right. Is that your foot melt? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I couldn't do that. I'd definitely do snow, man, because I could... Try to jock through it. I'd hop on one leg, whatever I'd have to do, but that hot. Have you ever stepped on that super hot asphalt? Like it literally. Yeah, that's the worst. Skin. Oh, it's absolutely. Horrible. It's horrible. Terrible. It's horrible. I'm doing the snow. I'm going to have to do the snow too. I could see actually skin melting into that. Yeah. You can smell it. Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. You don't like baked toes? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say baked toes? How you tear this Yes. W. Justin Jones. All right. If you were dropped off from a plane, would it be you dropped off in a swamp or dropped off in a jungle? Damn. Both of those suck. <laughs> right. I can't think of a good scenario on either one of them. I'd have to say a jungle. What you gonna do when that anaconda comes out, man? <laughs> you gonna try to find that tree to crawl up that tree, man? Right. See, where if you get pulled out of the water and that's deep enough, you ain't coming out of the water. You know what I mean? Or that alligator. I got a fighting chance at, at a tree. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna wanna see that gorilla with titties in that jungle, man. 
<laughs> you ain't gonna want to see that uh, whatever is underneath that water either pulling your phone. <laughs> <laughs> you no, that that swamp would be fucking brutal. Any second you're waiting to be chomped. Yeah. Oh man. At least I can see what's coming at me in the jungle for the somewhat. That's a, I mean? that's a good point. I gotta go with you, man. I can't just walk in no swamp and then freaking just oh, no. you're gone. It, oh my god. No way. Maybe you could talk to the lion. Go down. Right, right. <laughs> or the cheat or whatever. You can sweet talk to Gorilla. Maybe twist his nip a little bit. Hey, man. Gorilla, let me suck on that titty, man. <laughs> Try doing that to an alligator. I'm going to do jungle as well. You got, you got well, jungle, too? Yeah, I'm doing the jungle, man. Uh, I got a lightning round in, in bowl, too. <laughs> Damn it. If you had a job to be a judge... <laughs> Or be an officer in a prison. Which one would it be? Judge. No, no question about judge. You got no problem passing that judgment and giving people the death penalty, the sentence. I've seen the other side and people yeah. in my past, and for sure. Yeah. No, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, I'm just throwing could, throwing I'm, it out I'm there. Judging it. I'm yeah. judging it. Yeah, I'm judging. There's a bounty. There's always a bounty on the judge. Damn you. Damn yeah. Yes, but I'm not surrounded by bar. I'm not surrounded by bars and something that takes me five minutes to unlock and get out of. Did you say bars? Bars. <laughs> People that have no, they they're there for a reason, and they may have killed before. They might be picking you on the next list, man. I'm yeah. No, they won't, because I'll be a judge. Yeah. <laughs> what about it? You get that? You get that call. You get that call from Tom. <laughs> Tom gives you that call twelve thirty at night. Don't do it tomorrow. I got the right to bear arms. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> We're gonna be in. <laughs> don't do it tomorrow. You be in the back of that Crown Vic there, C Reb. How you doing? Don't, don't. <laughs> What's that noise what in the back? What a, yeah. what a, <laughs> <laughs> Judge comes missing. Yeah, man. Oh shit. Uh, I guess. Perkins calling his last show. Would, when, uh, C Rebel's missing. <laughs> a judge or an officer in a prison? What would you do? I'd be an officer, but I ain't be no judge. I've seen some of them highlights and shit, man. You see the one they had. They had one the other night. They bring this guy and he literally spit at the judge. Really? From where he was standing, and just right in her face, and she said, "Go to hell, wow. get him out of here." Oh, he was pathetic. It's got to be a tough job. You got to be able to take the heat. Yeah, you're yeah. set. You got you family have, there. You got to have security all the time. You guys yeah. ever seen the movie Training Day? Oh yeah. Remember oh, the yeah. story he told uh, Denzel Washington? Which one? The one about how he uh, arrested when he went to the three wise men to try to get the money to. Oh yeah. Yeah, the way he packed his ass with peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's this guy's insane. By the time we realized that sandwich spread, the judge signed and the warrant was gone. <laughs> I love that movie. Man, that's tough, man. I think I'm gonna have to go officer too because I, I thought about being a judge, even before this. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I just I don't know. I don't like that. You got your. You I don't know, want to have your, that on my conscience. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, that's. You got to watch every way you're going. So we're saying we're split there. 
two to two, huh? That's the only one we split on so far. Yeah, everything else was a clean sweep. That wasn't five yet, was it? No. Okay. That was four, I believe. Yep. Yeah. I got Dan. I got Dan. They're lightning round. If you had a piercing, either piercing your mouth shut with a piercing or piercing your balls (laughs) to your head. Balls to your head? The fuck is that? The tip to the ball sack or your lips pierced. Which one would you choose? Wait, so your lips are pierced together? Mm-hmm. And your balls are pierced to your... No, like, to, your, to your... I'd say just the tip, <laughs> per se. <laughs> what the fuck? How the fuck do you even answer a question like that? <laughs> I, I mean... It's going the wrong way. <laughs> you have a choice. So, wait, are we talking... You're... you're Piercing the portabella. The portabella. The, the, yes, the I was told you have the meats. Your <laughs> <laughs> or your mouth. Hollywood meats. Great meats. <laughs> Here's people got some badass piercings, bro. Yeah. Okay. Which one would it be? I'm not answering first on this one. I, I talk too much, but I have to do my Kuyans. Uh, Kuyans. <laughs> I talk too much. Oh man, man I'm pain, dude. You're so you're young. saying? I know you're taking you're taking your Billy's in trying your to fit it. Like, how could I justify this? Right, I just don't understand though completely. <laughs> right. Like first you said your nuts to your forehead, then you well, said I mean, just, just you, your fucking I mean, coupons. <laughs> What's good about it? You might not be circumcised. Hey, you know, when it comes down to the job, I overthink sometimes. What do you want me to say? How you doing? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. I'm going to have to go with the, with the, with the Jones then, man. With the Vignettes. You know? I'm going to have to go with the Jones. That with way, the cojones. Like, hey, man, can somebody help me with this piercing here? I'm going to do it too. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. What'd you pick? Cunyans. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say uh, Cunyans. Cun- I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to say. Uh, <laughs> 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 what were you talking about, cannolis? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Chavants. Uh, the sh- <laughs> the, the Schmilier. <laughs> How you know? Oh, man. So, how do we got any <laughs> lightning bolts or no? I got a lightning bolt here. Let's hear it. Would you, could you walk around with shitty drawers for a week? <laughs> <laughs> shitty drawers on. For a week? Or. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is where we're losing C.O. Or, <laughs> damn you. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. I, I was shitty drawers for a week. For shitty drawers for a or week. Or pissed drawers <laughs> for a week. Which one, saturated or shit piss drawers? drawers? Piss drawers. <laughs> smell like piss. Dude. Yeah, I'd rather smell like piss than going, that, uh, uh, damn you. Shit. At least I can sit down and not feel. <laughs> Get in between the back. And I got, I got rolls in between there. Don't take me off. <laughs> oh God! So yeah, I'd have to go with pissy drawers, Master B. I, I don't want the shitty pants. I'll, I'll do, I'll, I'll do the U ride. 
I can't have no squeaky cheeks, but <laughs> I gotta go with the piss, even though it smells horrible. Oh my god, that ammonia! Remember, the shit might dry up now. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I, I'm gonna oh. say, God, smell like Funkadunk, dude. Oh. <laughs> hey, trust me. There's people you wouldn't believe that work. That smell like, like shit. Piss. Oh, piss. A woman is going, excuse me. She goes, go take a. Oh, the other day, matter of fact. You smell mm. like shit. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. It's a man. It's a man, I say. That's tough. Yeah. At work. And, <laughs> absolutely and, terrible, yeah. Kenny. All down his pants is uh, a woman bring up. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yes. Because this is a good one. I got. Where the hell do you work at? Bonus, do you have a bonus, bonus question for you to read there? Well, thank you much. We got uh, yeah. FedEx. FedEx just came in. Yeah, that's here. right. Yeah. FedEx just came. This fact just in. It's hot off the press. It's hot off the press. Which? Oh, the G, the GMB. Yes, the GMB, man. I want. Okay. I want to hear what you got to say there. Would you rather have a long four-day weekend with your best buddies in Vegas with plenty of spending money, a lot of laughs with the adventures of the Hangover movie, or a seven-day vacation at an all-exclusive resort in a tropical destination with your significant other? Hmm. Now, see, Rebel, we know how you're going to answer this. I am going to spend it with my significant other. Of course, you're going to appease the wifey. Uh, Time is. It could be some of that, but I like hanging out with my wife. Me and my wife are actually pretty cool friends. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, sea rebel. Damn you. (laughs) That is not true. I don't understand what they tell you. That is not true. Ask Lamar Odom about what happened in Vegas stays in Vegas. Where'd you get the tattoo, Stedman? (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather have a long four-day weekend with your best buddy in Las Vegas with plenty of spending money and a lot of laughs. Hey, if Sea Rebel came back from Vegas, he'd have a fucking Daffy Duck with a gorilla with titties next to him. Yes. And he's got a wedding band on Hey, honey, where'd you get that tattoo? Thank you for that. Apparently, that didn't stay in Vegas. With the adventures of the Hangover movie or a seven day vacation at an all inclusive. Resort in a tropical destination with your significant other. I think if I was with somebody, I'd take the uh, the vacation. But I'm single, with so your buddies, I'd have to roll with the guys then. Yeah, I was gonna say, man. It's uh, for me. That's not a tough one because you could always make those moments with the uh, with the significant other. But that iconic weekend that could hang it could be parts of the hangover. And just memorable four day long weekend with the fellas and yeah. laughing. Yeah. It's just like one of those things you're going to remember for a long time. If you don't get yeah. to, you know, put somewhere you're not supposed to be. No, they're both great, but yeah. you just got to figure out. Honey, you, you get my gunads every night. I got to <laughs> go on this one. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. See when I get back, Jack. You ever been to Vegas, you Rob? No, I've never been to Vegas. You love it. You got to do it at least once. Let's tell Hollywood the same thing. To, some buddies of mine went to Vegas, and they, they went and seen what they told me was the Chris Angel show. They said, crazy. So I'd like to go there and see some of the shows, and I'm not a big gambler. Right, right. You don't even have to, dude. You can people watch, go to the attractions. Uh, I saw Frank Caliendo out there. People it was watch. amazing. Frank Caliendo was great, too. Oh, I like my Frank God. Caliendo. It was great. Um, so what did we pick? We I went with the guys weekend. I went with the guys, guys weekend. weekend. 
Holly's See, Rebel went to Sydney for another seven days. My wife. I'm going to be with my hot chick. you have 5 to 12 midnight there with the candles, bro. All right, so we're oh. split again. Yeah. Damn you, almond. I wish I get it for free, but that shit cost me a lot of money, so that's not free. Apple you know, snacks. <laughs> How many times do you see people pulling up to McDonald's sitting outside during the pandemic so they could do their homework because they can get uh, get off of their, their uh, line? <laughs> That's your presence, D Rebel. Wake up, Joe. How you know? And you know, they they like touching the wet the wet wet hairs on my legs. Yeah. So uh Wait, C Rebel man, thank you again for joining us, dude. Episode forty six, brother. I I wish I could do it more often. Yeah. Definitely. It's great. Um, thanks again, C Reb. I know uh, you can't get here all the time, but uh, hopefully you don't get in trouble if your you know significant other listens back. Uh, just, you know, when that part comes on, we just talked about, say, oh, yeah, that was the end of the show. And it's been done. Oh, she won't. No, she won't. She, she, won't, she, she, she won't like that. <laughs> she just roll her eyes and, like, she. It's all good. Care. So, and, uh, you know, we close the show out. We say thank you and to our sponsors again. And, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And second off, I come up with a black eye. I'm going to blame you guys. Right. <laughs> there you go, damn you. You can so, blame the sponsors. So much you Damn you. Close the show out with a little bit for Hollywood. Time to turn down the sheets. And whisper good night. All right, everyone, remember to email us at fives of the week podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and on TikTok. Love y'all. Be good. Peace. Peace. Good night. everybody it's your boy philly from the fives of the week i just had to take a quick pause in the action to tell you about aries custom creations you gotta holler at our girl amber she hooked us up with these sweet fives of the week hoodies to keep us warm this winter she does everything all your vinyl needs apparel signs cups decals stickers she does it all email her at ariescustomcreations at gmail.com also on facebook aries custom creations 20 holler at our girl amber thank you for all you do appreciate the business